Plat Chat Overwatch, episode 196. It's the biggest episode of the year. It's the Overwatch League playoffs episode. And we got everybody here. It's a five-person podcast. They said you couldn't do it. It had to be two-man-person podcast, three-person podcast. We got five people on here. It's going to be chaos. People are going to be talking over each other. They're going to be yelling at each other. It's going to be pandemonium. But I'm so psyched for episode Where's 196. Matt? Wait, wait, oh, yeah, where's Matt? Matt, huh? Wait, what? Oh, you know. Ah, uh, you know. But he was back. We needed the most. Jaws killed him. You know, it's really funny. It's really funny too because people were complaining about the last Matt episode because they were like, "Oh, I, I hope they were going to talk about the playoffs format." And then what did you think was going to happen when he invited Matt to the show? And then he left. And then he and then he's not back for this one either. So the one thing people wanted from Matt was not achieved. Here's a fun fact from the Matt episode. Joel specifically requested not to be with him on that episode. <laughs> yeah. Nah, that's true. That's true. <laughs> to me, I, I genuinely they think didn't that's even the deny it. He just on. said, ha ha ha. I mean, that's probably why I wanted to make it I just assumed. I just assumed you guys didn't want me on that episode, to be honest with you. So that's you know, fair enough. So Matt was actually going to be on this episode too, but then I spoke well, to him I'm and he was now, like, so, he was yeah. really tired because apparently he, he, he did something. So he was really tired. So Did he, something? he was driving he was driving like really far distance for like hours or something and he was like hey man i'm fucking tired i like drove for five hours or something do you so think I'm they're like, do right. you think they're like he's like delivering the new playoff format by hand to the league to toronto <laughs> yeah. do you think he's he drove cross country but it, it's toronto. only it's like one of those runners in ancient greece where they had to run with it across the fucking <laughs> peninsula to like make it he had to just go the whole way to announce victory Victory. like that could be it oh, the that olympic could be the situation yeah it's like, well, isn't that the word where the word like nike comes from or whatever like that one isn't that where marathon runner, comes from or, yeah, it's like, yeah from. it's like yeah, yeah, yeah but it's like the greek where it's like the ancient greek word for like running or like victory or some Damn, shit nike's been around that long that's crazy actually uh i don't know when matt will be back maybe next season if well next year i guess uh we'll we'll see i don't know matt matt just comes and goes he's 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 like an enigma i don't know so but it's all five of us i'm excited for this episode it's gonna be fun because we get everyone's perspective going into the playoff episode but first guys manscaped manscaped They're back Woo! for another week and you know what it's fresh face fall okay fellas can you smell the pumpkin spice in the air? I don't think Solomon is ready for this. <laughs> if you haven't heard, it's fresh face fall. And nobody else can give your face the love it needs other than our friends at Manscaped. The folks who changed below your belt are here to help you with their brand new... Handyman Electric Face Shaver. Designed Ooh. to give your face that smooth finish without the mess of a wet shave. It's a perfect tool for men with all beard lengths. Whether you're lining up your neckline or taking it all off to feel that autumn breeze, make sure to join the 9 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped. And where, where's some of them? Where's some of them again? Where's some of the 9 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped with our exclusive offer? Head over to manscaped.com and use code PLATCHAT for 20% off and free shipping. Free shipping, rather. Free <laughs> Don't shipping. be a bad apple. This year, choose Manscaped. So, you know, now you can, now you can. I was going to make a joke about someone's beard here on the show, but apparently everyone shaves with a, a, besides me. So, uh, well, you can't I guess, reach I guess, mine, but I do need to shave. Yeah, so. yeah. Oh, really? Oh, okay. You got that smoothening webcam or something? I don't know what's going on. But yeah, yeah this smoothening is. Webcam. I know I just can't <laughs> wear facial hair, Johnny. Camera. You know, <laughs> way to kick me when I'm down. 
What are you going to shave this? then? Look at this. Look at how smooth this is. This is so simple. You can take it so with you. True. You can take it to Toronto. So, so we work oh. on the broadcast. It's nice in general to be sh shaven, you know, clean shaven before every broadcast. Just take this with you. Bring it in your travel bag. Get a clean shave before the broadcast. Manscaped. It's so convenient. There Long you go. Long hair leveler yeah. seems like it's an true. RPG character creation tool. Yeah. You know, yeah, it just seems like hair. something that you could like change your hair with. Well, it's like a setting you turn on and your hair goes. It's like, like this is something that's in Baldur's Gate three. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, life kind of is an RPG, right? So. True. True. Except there's no character yeah. creation at so the beginning flex. of it. Uh, no, I'm character creating some, every day. Well, though. not there's at the no beginning, but there is some character creation. But it's a anyway. randomizer. It's a randomizer. It is. Oh, okay. Yeah. OMG. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. You get to pick the name anyway. I guess that's kind of important. You get uh, to pick. Did you pick your own name? I did no, not pick mine. But, well, for, I mean, there, there the are name change created. services. If you want to change your name, there are name change services. So, if you were to create a character, it doesn't. The character isn't always you. You can still create the character. Yeah. 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 Well, if, you, if you have a child, you're creating a new character. Yeah. It is you. Yeah, okay. You know, with but yeah. only half of you, and you do get to name this character, and you get to, you know, have a brand new character you can vicariously live through. That's the point. As you can see, we're yeah. all taking a, a biology lessons right here. Like, we're going to be yeah. biology <laughs> teachers by the end of this episode. Oh, well, look, just, just to wrap it up, you know, I, I honestly think, like, shaving my face is honestly, like, one of the things that I'm just like, oh, it feels like a chore. It feels like a chore. So, here we go. Manscaped, handyman, makes it simple for you. Use code PLATCHAT for 20% off plus free shipping. So there you go. Check out the handyman, compact face shaver from that Manscaped. Very and design. the performance package for me, though. Always check out the performance package. But there you go. Thank you, Manscaped, for all the support. As always, we appreciate it. All right. Getting into the Overwatch League playoffs. So I think what we're going to do this podcast is we're going to be talking about the two different groups. Starting off with a drawing, kind of. And we'll just go over each team one by one. And then at the end of the episode, we'll do a pick and bracket and do a plat chat pick and bracket. And we'll all have everyone's perspective, okay? So this is going to be the most the, the most knowledgeable plat chat bracket made to date, okay? We got we got the community's greatest experts on call. Uh, ex except we don't have a screen box expert, but maybe someone can step in and, and, and fill that role. It's an RPG, okay? Role play. Um, I have some screen box. Yeah, I, have yeah, some yeah. Scrim I feel like we, yeah, we have tell some screen box. Tell us what yeah. Mayhem's doing. Uh, well, we have to save that for the later part, but yeah. let's just say <laughs> it's looking good. Let's just say it's looking good. I'm just saying shit. Like he has no fucking idea. I'm what's not going saying on. shit. I'm not saying. I'm literally. I'm literally saying I have some scrim books, a limited amount, obviously. I have some. No, yeah. You don't even work there anymore. You don't even. You're not even in the office anymore. Don't you're even in, you're work in your fucking there. baby, living your hipster life. You're probably at a coffee shop right now. Like, let's be honest. This, yeah. This, it as you can see here. Oh, okay, never mind. This is my. This is our coffee cat too. There she is. Yo, did you just move? Uh, yeah, I moved to a I moved to a new uh, a new location. I'm in a two bedroom now, not a one bedroom. So I have a dedicated office. Whoa! Wow! Yeah. Two time streamer. Uh huh. Uh -huh. When do the nano leaves go up? Things are looking up. Leaves. Um, uh, you know. So let's just say that. I Things have are looking no good money. for a vast. <laughs> Something come up. Have no, uh, yeah. Same, bro. Right, same. Yeah. Let's go. He's only got the Twitch money. Can't get them all. Twitch money. Yeah, you that's true. I did Twitch finally get. I did get the backdated Twitch payment after seven months. So thank you, yeah. Twitch. Oh, bless. Thank you very much. You got a two bedroom. 
All right. So, do we want to chat a little bit about... Uh, well, Matt's not here, right? So, do you want to chat a little bit about uh, how the bracket came to be in the post-show sure. drawing? Sure, <laughs> Where, let's talk um, about that. No one... Look, look, no one... We, we talked to the players, we talked to the coaches. Well, the players weren't there, but the coaches, the general managers. No one really knew that apparently Soul Inferno were the first seed from APAC. And so, everyone's prep kind of went out the window. And... Um, Everyone thought Tank Show Spark were going to be the first team that drafted. And so Atlanta Rain, you know, they got to pick first because they were the first number overall seed, one mid-season madness and all that stuff. So um, they sent over one of these teams. I can't even remember who they shipped over first. It was probably Houston or Florida. Was it Houston it was, or... It was probably Florida, Florida right? Yeah. yeah, they might ship yeah. whether over. But then Soul Infernal shipped over London Spitfire to Atlanta Rain's group. Um, a lot of discussion commotion about this entire thing we've done some of these shows in the past but this was a different drawing format where you picked like the other group's opponents where instead of picking your own opponent what what was the vibe what was the vibe following this madness of a show yes really teams should have just picked their own opponents right i mean that would have been simpler yeah. Where, what is the what is the benefit of choosing the other team to go against, like uh, the opposite side of the group? Is it like literally like a participation award where you don't want to have to choose your opponents? Because I feel like that's always been a really fun aspect of Overwatch. Like it's always been fun when teams have chosen each other. I think it creates more banter because there's a more direct competition, right? Like even the interviews that they did after where the teams are facing each other, it's like, how do you feel about this? It's like, I don't know, it wasn't our choice. Like. It was, it was lit, stuff like that. At least in the past, you teams could throw a bit of flavor and be like, we just don't think they're very good, or they're a one-trick team, or all that kind of stuff. Also, let's be honest, Soul Infernal, there's no chance that they they actually meant to do that with London Spitfire. They absolutely fucked up and did it. No, they did, they did. Albert, Albert, no, uh... I will, not, Al I, will not be, I will not be convinced otherwise. You can give me reason and <laughs> well, I'm literally telling you the fact. I'm just telling you what happened. I don't care. I'm just telling you what happened. They had a call. Him and Rostin had a call because Rostin didn't know what the fuck was happening. And Rostin was like, so we're picking our opponent. And then Albert's like, yes, this is how it works. And Rostin said, okay. And then Rostin was like, yeah, we're going to pick. Like, this is a confirmed 100% he chose to do this on purpose move. So. Is there, is there any validity to saying. sending away the Rhine team? Like, you don't want to yes, play the Rhine team? I think there's an insane amount of validity with it, personally. I, I, I think, like, it makes sense in the context of, like. Okay, wait, let me switch. Real quick. I, I'm gonna I'm gonna say my personal piece. I literally don't give a fuck about the picking teams or like anything of like this. This is all just like, oh, you know, there's like different ways we could have done it, like whatever. That's not really the issue here, okay? The issue here is more than anything else, is uh one second, one second. Is uh here we go. What the fuck, bro? Bro, you can't be <laughs> you doing that shit. It's an audio podcast. People are like at work, they're on the bus. <laughs> and you just fucked the entire audio. Dude, you oh. can't be doing that shit. Now, can you imagine that, someone in their car, like, and you're just playing <laughs> out the like, oh, shaking. Uh, so to me, I don't give a shit about any of this, like, because essentially... 
all the picking the teams like that you can debate the validity of this it's just like at the end of the day that's largely irrelevant to the wider Someone issue just of the into racket. the other lane or something <laughs> <laughs> That's largely wrong. I just wanted, I just found it funny because of how echoey this room is right now. When I put the webcam mic on, it sounds Very insane. I, it sounds I have no idea insane. what you said. I, I'm gonna yeah. I have no idea what you said. I pretty much, pretty match. much the point here is that I think it's valid because of the fact because this playoff bracket is busted and terrible. The like the format is so bad that like sending London to the other bracket is actually really good for teams because essentially you would rather not have to play the Ryan team at all on your side of the bracket because you get if you make it to the semifinals you are punished you literally get punished for losing the semifinals like winning out your first two matches so you just you want london on the other side of the bracket so you can just get rid of them and off the prep you know because if you win your first two matches then you play london and then you're just out then you have to go play the fucking useless third place match that no one wants to watch no one wants to watch a third place match but wait, isn't that isn't your logic wrong then? Because isn't in in the way that they've done it now, Soul Inferno probably will have to play. If London Spitfire is really good and Soul Inferno are really good, they will play them in the semifinals. If they both uh, win two or out, they'll meet each no, other. No, because at... they're on they're on opposite sides of the bracket. No, but match one is bracket one, match four winner, and this oh, oh bracket, bracket match, match five winner. Match so five. if they go down to the lower uh, bracket, then maybe, I'm gonna be but... honest. I didn't. I thought the brackets are separated. And well. this I didn't is the problem with up. the bracket. This is the problem. It is is very unclear what I'm. What I thought I'm I at. thought the bracket was still <laughs> separate entirely, so that made sense to me when London went to the other side because like, oh, okay, they don't want to play them at all. Now I'm like, okay, I don't fucking understand because you are punished for losing later in the bracket as opposed yes. to losing earlier. So I actually don't know at all what the fuck the point of that. I'll, I'll cook a little bit. I'm I'm not yeah, a bracket a guy at all. Like, and this is my main problem with the bracket. If I don't understand it and I'm I'm, I'm on the broadcast and like don't get me wrong, I'm kind of done when it comes to brackets, but like I'm 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 just a simple man. I just want double limb like normal bracket kind of thing, you know, sorted by seed or whatever. Um but if I don't understand it and especially using this graphic, holy shit, the audience are not going to understand that shit at all. Unless there's some like like giant like, humongous brain heads out there in the fucking audience, which there probably are that understand this kind of thing. And it's obviously a GSL kind of bracket so you can kind of look back and see how they've done it, but this yeah, with the arrows, thank you Solomon, like it, it also just kind of doesn't kind of make sense and yeah, if it throws me off that early on and like I've seen this shit before everybody else has, then holy fuck, man. <laughs> what what a chance do other people have? Yeah, yeah. It's, the, whole, it's, the whole thing was confusing. Yeah, um, it's if, anyone who says like, "Oh, you just have to be smart to understand the bracket." I, I understand this bracket smart, really very well. You should have yeah, to have two IQ and understand the bracket. That's the that's the that point. is the inherent problem. Is you want fucking Timmy, who's never watched the Overwatch League in the last four years, to show up and know what the fuck yeah. they're looking at, and no one's going to be able to do that. Let yeah. me talk about this this infernal sending London across situation. If I had to cook slightly in my brain for Ross and try to figure out what the hell he was doing on Infernal side. I think we could still have a decent amount of Ryan in the playoffs patch. Um, I don't know, like I don't have solid scrim bucks, but it sounds like Ryan is actually still pretty viable. Let's let's be clear. It's very likely Spitfire will just continue playing the same thing. I think what Connor said about the prep is actually important. If you are in the group B bracket, you just don't have to prep for Ryan at all, which is Maybe a positive in terms of if you're just going to optimize for winning your group or getting out of your group. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I think people underestimate London. I think London could actually be a threat in this playoffs. Like, they are, yeah, they like, a, don't to me, them. a real dark horse team in this bracket, in, in the entire playoffs, really. Yeah, I, I, I think everyone agrees. Like, especially because Zyre, Ryan versus Zyre has always been a matchup that's like kind of weird. We haven't seen it much in Overwatch 2, but like, absolutely, like, Reinhardt um, could just play faster than the Zyre, right? Remember kickoff, was it Kickoff Clash? 
I remember distinctly Dallas Fuel lost that tournament because they were locked in for a Zarya meta. That was when Harbor was ripping yeah. people's faces on Zarya. And Glads beat them with Reiner playing Ryan. Like, Gladiators, that tournament, had a really good rotation of heroes between Doom, Zarya, and Ryan. And they counter-comped Dallas Fuel, Zarya, with their Ryan comp. And that ended up winning them the, the entire tournament. So, historically, even in Overwatch 2, I think Ryan has had an amazing matchup to Zarya. Yeah. Well, All right. yeah, so, I, I, I think that's about... Okay. So... Uh, let's 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 start with each group and uh, talk about some of the teams individually. Since we're talking about Lono Spitfire in Group A, I just want so... to keep moaning about the bracket. I'm not going to lie. Actually, to you. Yeah, shut your ass up! Shut your ass up! Can I just say one fucking thing, please? Which I've been saying this whole season as well. Can we just keep the format the same? Jack, it's fucking over. It's over. It's the last season. It's the last season. The last playoffs of the last fucking season. I don't want to hear. I don't want to hear this shit anymore, Jack. It's fucking over. Fucking deal with it. We have one more weekend coming up this weekend, and then we fucking we move on to with our lives. Okay, let's just okay. Abolish Plat Chat LLC. Abolish it. We don't need to abolish this anymore. The Battle Show. The Battle Show, guys. We're spiraling. We're spiraling over here. Oh my god. Oh my God! Just, here, tensions are high. I just wanted to shout out Solomon because he he just he just put all the teams in a double Elam bracket. I'm like, yeah, that makes way more sense. Yeah, and that was that. Like, yeah. look at that. And I was like, yeah, why don't we just do this? Like, we, we literally did this last year, this and it worked. Sense. The funniest thing were that you put Solomon as well is like it's literally 14 matches as well. Like it's the same number of matches, it's the, it's literally the, the same, same number of matches. matches. And the crazy part game. too. Here's the other fun part too. Of this bracket, there's going to be four matches on Grand... There's going to be, like, three or four matches on Grand Finals Day. There's yeah. going to be, like... There's, like, because instead of spreading... So we're going to have the Grand Finals, then the two semis, and yeah. the third place match oh all God. the same day. Why would we do that? Like, why would we do that? And I understand because the third place match is like, oh, it's the break. Why not just shift more matches to the earlier days? Why do we have to do that? Like, it's, you lose team integrity of, like... One semifinals team got to play yesterday, so the other one didn't have to play today. And then, so you kind of, the way the format is, you have to play the four matches. And that's another problem with the format, is that it, like, you have to play the, both semifinals and the grand finals on the same day. Or you have you know to what? split up those, uh, the grand finals. This is why the double Elon Breaker work, because you go four, 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 two. Like, it was perfect. We already did yes. that in the past. Guys, it's not changing. I, am I the only one in the acceptance phase of grief? I, I know, like, it's, not, it's, it's not, not that we, it's not, we understand it's going it. to stay the same. We're just going to mold still. We're yeah, just going to mold over I'm, it I'm getting the mold out because this, be, this will be the last time I... I can't, we can't complain about it once we get there, Yeah, I guess, I guess this is the so. last time you guys get to mold about the format. So, you know, yeah, yeah. go yeah. ahead. Get it, out, get it out of the system. and then, Yeah, get know. out of the system. Yeah. Let's just do it um, in person, bro. Johnny, we got a four-hour flight, bro. I can go forever. I don't want to be done complaining. I don't want to be done complaining by the time we get there, essentially. I want to get there and just accept it. I am purposely buying like uh, buying like an upgraded seat so Jaws can't sit next to me. There's no way. There's no way Jack will pay like eighty bucks for a premium economy Hell seat. No, so are you I'm serious? Just, I thought you yeah, did some leg room. You're a tall man, yeah. dude. I thought you I thought you just needed more leg room personally. Yeah, exactly. No, honestly, I mean that's why I did it because like leg room for me on an economy flight is uh, literally the bane of my existence. But uh, yes, Jaws. I mean, yeah, we, sure you can mold about the format to me tomorrow uh, if I have my airpods in. Don't worry, it's just obviously. Like, uh, bro, I'm not gonna lie yeah, to it's you. just like I get uh, up early anyway, but like holy shit, tomorrow's gonna be pain. Yeah. yeah. Um, look, I I think literally all of us, all five of us, would, would prefer the double limb format, just like basic lower bracket, upper bracket stuff, because it works. It works, guys. We've proven it multiple times that it works. So well, it's not even just that it works. Real. Third, 
third place match. <laughs> third place match? Yeah. Like, what? Like, why? Why on God? Like, literally, to me, and I could forgive other things if it was bad. This is like the... It's just a mulligan. It's a mulligan. No one gives a shit about the third place match. No one fucking cares. No one cares who comes third place in the tournament. We want to see a match that matters because it's a tur- it's the playoffs. Like the third place, this match would matter if it advanced you to another chance. If it was the perhaps a lower grand finals, but like it was, it's it's not. It's that to me. If this is the most. I think we could do all sorts of other fucked up arcane combinations of things. If there wasn't the third place match was just removed. It was excised. That like. I just, it's just, it's my, I would be okay with some sort of weird esoteric format where Sean Miller and everyone got together and chanted to Cthulhu and a fucking ritual circle and then made some sort of weird ass fucking bracket. What are you saying? And then there's no, like, <laughs> and then it's like the weirdest format we've ever nah, fucking seen. But if there's no, but third place match is fucking heinous. It is a heinous thing. No one wants to see a third place match. That to me is my biggest mall of the whole thing because I don't want to go to a tournament, the playoffs, and see a match. These teams are doing nothing. What are they playing for? They're playing for nothing. There's literally no stakes. They're playing for $90,000. That's like, that, but the thing is, it it's, but also, it's also the, it, A, it's not that much money the in the grand audience. scheme of things. Well, and B, like, to the audience, to yeah, the broadcast. Yeah. Like, it's yeah. just a match that you're watching that has no yeah. impact on the rest of the tournament. Like, it's just a poor product. You it's know, just uh, not good. After that entire rant, the, the funniest thing now would be if Florida end up playing the third place match. That would be the one the thing is BP, BP predicted us to go play the third place match in his That'd prediction. So, so funny after that, like after I that uh, let me just say that like I, that that would be heinous. And as someone that controls the brand account, I will have to restrain myself significantly <laughs> if that were to occur. Do you like, think any it, of the teams troll? Do you think teams troll in the third place match? Like, they, no, like, I don't think they would troll because like nah, obviously to a team, still money on the line it still yeah. matters to a team. But the point about the third place match is that A, it's deflating to teams because once you make it, like, because the thing is you could play perfectly and then because you lose once in the semifinals, then you're in a third place match and there's nothing you can't get out. You're yeah. stuck. You're literally bogged. Even though you performed, you won your first two matches and you lost in the semis. And it's like, how is that like, then teams that lost earlier get greater chances than you essentially. Like you get you get more opportunities to bring it back, and so you're stuck in a match that doesn't matter after performing well. So it's just morally, you know, it's just your morale is gone, you know what? and wow. obviously, like it's it's just a you know it's just a useless thing. I don't think anyone I, would troll. I will be yeah, I will you're be right. Percy waiting. I'll be ready for the Albert tweet if that happens. I like, like match, yeah. I will, I will have tweet. to hold back on the mayhem account quite terribly on that one if that were to occur. I would Last I mean, day is going to be crazy. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, holy matches. Yeah. Like yeah, that 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 is going to be a ridiculous day. I mean, the bright spot there is like, hey, we get to see a lot of Overwatch on that day, right? I mean, that's yeah, I mean, sick. like the thing is, it's like it's, it's still cool. fourteen. It's going to be a good. Like, I'm still gonna. I think the nice. event's still going to be great. Is it's the final best of five? No, it'll be best. No, it, it, it'll, it'll be so, first. It'll be yeah, it'll be best of seven. Uh, it'll be like first. Uh, it'll be like it'll be probably like first to four, right? On Liquidpedia, it says playoffs all matches are best of five. Grand no, finals. there's no way. It, no, the no grand way. finals is probably first to four, I imagine. It, there, right? There's yeah. no way grand finals. Is also, they're not bo five. Aren't they first to threes, not bo fives? Or are they actually yeah, bo five? Yeah, it's the same. Right? same. Okay. Yeah, first to three. First to three. They're yeah, not yeah. the same because if we draw, <laughs> I know. But like for for the ease of Timmy Brain. Yeah, yeah, first to three. The same thing. First to three. Okay. I'm just asking because having like three matches that are first to three, and then having a first to four match. 
Like, holy, we might be there for a while. Like, and we also, might be there for a yeah, while. It's four matches, and maybe the finals goes to, you know, as, as a potential seven mapper. How are we going to fit in the musical act, guys? Come on. Oh, my the God. musical <laughs> act. <laughs> Is Seth coming back? For... Are we getting Seth again? I hope we get twice. someone, like, I just crazy out of, like, out of left We should field. do Khaled okay. again. We should no. start with DJ Khaled season one and end with DJ Khaled. I, I, no, I want, I want the London Spitfire. I want that dual artist. I want them. Oh, I want a Spitfire shit. live in person. That, that's, that's Dude, imagine they show up. That would be hype as fuck. I knew that, that in would my be life. So, that would be a banger for sure. All right, we done molding about the format. <laughs> yeah, I'm, 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 that's my mold. I'm done molding. I will put no more mold out. Okay, I'm, I'm, I'm retaining it now. Yeah, I, th I think the listeners got the point, guys. I think they got the point that you guys were trying to make. All right, moving on. So Group A, uh, Lono Spitfire. Since we're on the topic of, we're not on the topic of Lono Spitfire, but let's start with Lono Spitfire. Uh, they are in Group A alongside Atlanta Rain, Hydro Spark, and the Boston Uprising. Uh, playing Reinhardt compositions, and it seems, like you guys said, that Reinhardt is quite viable um, for the playoffs because of the Saria versus Reinhardt matchup. Uh, I, you guys know the screen box that I do, that, you know, some teams are even flirting with playing Reinhardt themselves that are not on a Spitfire, right? So, <gasps> Reinhardt definitely seems viable. Um, dark Horse of the tournament, do we think they can make it out of groups? Yeah. Um, I think there's a good potential, yeah. Any kind of patch change, I think, kind of enables teams that are very, very strong at one comp. I London Spitfire have been one tricking the comp this whole time. They're just so good at it. The whole like sim shit too is just insane. I don't know if people can kind of catch up on the short window that they have on this patch change compared to London who have been playing the same shit for half a season. I say I, I think there's a decent chance. I think it's likely. No, I don't know. I'd give him like a well, like a sixty percent, maybe making it. I don't think any team is going to attempt to play Ryan just because, like, Sim. Yes, because like teams like Fuel obviously have been playing Sim still, but like, you just won't. There's no point to mirror the Ryan because there's like very. There's only a couple players in the playoffs where the Ryan would be a good matchup for them comparatively, especially when you're playing into the best main in the league of Backbone. Like, it's just not yeah. gonna be like a great matchup. Is he gonna play and, May? Uh, I mean, there's no guarantee he'll play May, but it's, but it's very... The whole time, yeah, so yeah, exactly. Know. There's no guarantee he's going to play May. I'm just saying, like, if you wanted to go to a Ryan matchup, though, like, there's True. a very strong... Then, like, you could just, like, then put, pull out the May, right? So it's, like... I think, like, overall, they're going to be the only team to play the Ryan for the most part, unless it's, like, yeah. someone's been cooking, because, like, no, everyone else, from what it sounds like, has been practicing Zarya and Junker Queen well, there's pretty a, much exclusively. I think there's a potential that teams do pull out the Ryan, but just not against London. I think they'll try and opt for something else. Maybe, yeah. Maybe. Very this, possible. this bracket is really like obviously I think most of us probably favor Rain Boston, but the thing about this bracket is you have two teams potentially off meta here, which makes preparation for this bracket really awkward. Pretty yeah. certain that both Spark and Spitfire are gonna off meta. Whereas the other bracket is like way more standard. Probably everyone's gonna end up playing Zarya or something like that. We know that Houston yeah. just signed Burner, we can talk about that later. Scott's been teasing that the, the Atlanta trialing a player or some shit. Like that was that was like huge news last week. Apparently, I mean that is a um, rumor that's been floating around. I just don't know. Like, I, I I I don't think it's like this. Like, I for me, it's not like huge news. Like, I don't think it's dramatically changes. I would just that shit would suck for Hawk. You spend the entire time on the bench, the entire season as an off tank player, not playing because you're an off tank player, and then we get to an off tank meta, and then maybe he doesn't cut it, or maybe something happens, and they end up getting a different player. That that would just suck, and that would really make the whole point that this like postseason is a little weird because teams can just sign players at the last second to like 
completely change what the, I guess, dichotomy of their team is, is kind of weird. But the, the biggest thing to talk about is like, if London could make it out of this group, who doesn't make it between the other three teams? Like, you know, as we said, it probably Atlanta, Smart. Boston. Uh, yeah, okay, sure. But Atlanta, Boston being <laughs> the favorites, one of them would have to miss it if London make it right. So yeah, yeah. London did well, lose to Boston earlier. I think we can hit ago. that hit that more when we make our uh, pick and bracket. Mm -hmm. But I want to get through some of these teams. Ronald Spitfire, they're playing the Boston Uprising. S Scott, I'm going to ask you now. They Smurf has played a little bit of Rhine this season. Do you think they're just like benching Smurf and playing Kalio Saria permanently if Saria is the meta? Or do you think there's a small chance that Boston Uprising may be Reinhardt or something like that? Well, <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. Uh, <laughs> there we go. Um, there it is. I, I think I agree with everyone else that I don't think you should ever play Reinhardt versus London. I think that's like a death wish. I think there are there are ways to beat it. Boston literally beat London. Uh, what was it? A week ago when they beat them in the upper bracket. Yes, that was a slightly different meta, but I don't think london's composition is like infallible like, i i think it has its weaknesses i think at some point it has its expiry date and let's remember nothing in the patch made ryan stronger so you could potentially even play the things that like what boston played here to beat london it, like a week ago what stops them from just playing that again were there any major nerfs like the only not thing that, to any of these characters really. yeah the only thing that well, was there a bashing nerf i'm trying to remember no that is not in this patch not in okay. this patch yeah. yeah so it's like so boston could literally London. yeah so boston could literally just play the only thing that really changed majorly in this patch is the buff of zaya right like that's really like the big thing we're focusing on but you don't have to play zaya and you know they've showed they can, they can play some junker queen there are other options against the reinhardt you got a buff right she got a small one. She, small she one. got she got she got the Knife. buff, yes. But the, the, essentially, like the, the thing is, their comp like that the they played damage. to beat London before is exactly yeah. right, Scott. Like they could just play the same thing again. They could literally play the same comp again yeah. and win Amazing. again. Or that now they have more options in revival too, because now Zarya is good too, and they have a oh, good so Zarya player. Bashi did get a change, and so did May. And so Kat. yeah, so impact damage from the tack nade from Bash and the grenade has uh, been halved. Yeah, I thought um, that was impact, and then he can no longer crit. I don't know if we saw that in the Overwatch. Oh, think, with the mortar. Yeah, we did see one yeah. kill. We did yeah, see one, one mortar kill, kill with a sort of yeah. crit. Uh, uh, it was. Not a bug. I don't know if it was a bug. If, it was if a the feature. projectile literally just smacks your head, but it's like the chance of it happening is just just like a which we saw. Yeah, yeah. it's crazy. You did see it. Yeah, you did see it, which is we crazy. saw it um, once. But May did get a change too. So damage increase from 65 to 70 on just the left click there. Uh, duration slow falls off between prone fire increase. Okay, so the, the slow fall off has been increased as well. And then deep chiller passive. Uh, so like nothing crazy yeah. across the board, but like, yeah. I mean, if anything, I think that hurts, that hurts London the, more. Yeah, the main change is definitely. May. They were not like, playing May though. It doesn't matter anyway. No, they were playing, they were the playing May on certain maps. On, but on like also, it. the Bastion change is still a really big change for both London and for both London and Boston, but mostly even more so for London because the thing is, London really heavily relied on they would pop a window with Landon and get a grenade and just like insta boom somebody with the grenade. Yeah. So there's a chance, and also just the, the grenades in damage. general. It's yeah, just the impact, impact damage. Matters. Matters. 
But, but the impact damage doesn't matter for the instant delete. Yeah, it could it could yeah. save someone's life. Let me, let me it could check, save someone's this. life. Uh, but. I don't. I don't. I'm not sure about all the breakpoints though. Honestly, I'm not sure yeah. about totally about the breakpoints. But like the thing is, I'm just saying the Bastion change is probably a more impactful change than the May change for London, yes. considering how they've been playing. And there's also um, a very minor uh, Orisa nerf as well, two, four to five. Which is yeah. Which is I mean that is like a largely not a big deal because I will say that like I don't think Orisa, but Boston playing this Orisa. I think this Orisa was actually pretty good into London. But like the nerf isn't like significant enough to really change that matchup that much. So Yeah. Um it looks like it still might do a hundred. I don't know what I'm looking at here on this uh Wikipedia mm. uh fair Overwatch Wikipedia is saying it's still hundred damage if it hits you. Okay. Uh fifteen damage. So I think the eighty five is the explosion and fifteen is the direct. So it might still one show you through windows. I don't know the exact on that. Um, but but it's still like, strong in the neutrals too. My, my, my point is, I don't think like I don't think it's all of a sudden like everyone has to play Zaya and yeah. all of a sudden the Reinhardt works versus Zaya, so people might lose to London. Like obviously the major advantage that the London Spitfire have is that they've been playing this fucking comp for the last three years. It feels like they they're just the best at it. They have the best symmetric teleporters. But the problem that London's always run into is once you get to a certain point where like the other teams can just like out mechanic you, they always seem to fall short, right? And that was Boston in the play-ins bracket, right? They're going to be playing against some very strong teams. Yes, they'll catch some off guard. I don't think it's just like, I don't agree with Jack with 60%, they make it out of the bracket. Against Atlanta and Boston, and even maybe some wackiness from the Hongzhou spot could throw even London off. Like, I think it's more like, I would say like 20 or 30% for London. Uh, like they obviously had their one st their style of playing, but if it doesn't work, let's be honest. If the Reinhardt doesn't work for them, it's Jova. Like, there's no coming I, back from that. I actually think um, London is a far better matchup into both Atlanta and Boston than they do into Hangzhou. Because Hangzhou is, they're an off-meta team as well. It's likely they'll play more dive stuff. They It's it's clear they're not going to have a Zarya player. They didn't sign anyone. They weren't planning on signing anyone by, by the looks of it. They probably weren't going to get visas in time anyway. It took them till the last minute to get visas. And they got all these delays happening to even get to Toronto. Um, Joshua is not a Zarya player. They're going to play Winston. They're going to play Doom. They're going to play, I don't know, dive characters. And I actually think that that matchup is really good into Ryan. Like, you can do a lot of stuff that I, I think London is a team. Like, it'll be weird for them to play into. They're far better at playing a Ryan into a Zarya or Ryan into even a Jungle Queen, if that's what Boston and Smurf want to do again, or even into an Arrestor. Like, that's a far more straightforward matchup for them. It's a, it's a really insane bracket, that Group A, just because of the two off-meta teams and the off-metas are also in separate directions as well. So if both London and Hangzhou get sent to the lower bracket, I mean, that's actually not an easy game for London, I don't think. Yeah, yeah. okay. So sticking on uh, Boston Uprising a little bit before we jump over to Atlanta and Hangzhou Spark, I'm going to ask you, Jaws, as the yeah. Boston Uprising supporter in the call right here. See, Just talking big picture, holistically, based on Boston Uprising's entire season, like regular season, mid-season madness and whatnot, how how do you view them like going into the playoffs? Do you think they're like a top three team? Do you think they're like pretty comparable to these Florida Mayhem, Houston Outlaws? Or do you think that they're a little bit of an underdog perhaps? How how do you view of Boston Uprising's chances of winning like the entire thing with their current roster? Best team in the league. Oh my oh god. god. Oh, Listen up. All right. Okay. They're probably not going to, uh, from my read and like how this shit's going to go down, I think they're actually just going to rely on Kalios a lot more, I guess, depending on the matchup too. But Kalios on Zarya, you give them the nano from Twilight. 
they're gonna go crazy. But in in realistically though, with Birdring and Decay, how flexible they are, I don't think there's gonna be a, a point in which they end up just kind of falling over. If we are going towards the Zarya, it's gonna be a lot of kind of flankers or like enabling flankers. So we're gonna see a lot of Genji, Decay on Genji, although he did get flattened by Hardy the other day on the Rhine. Um, and then Birdring just on any hit scan. I think they've got a really good chance. And I don't know if the Atlanta Rain Tiling, if that's actually gonna happen. And if it does, that team is gonna be not on the same level, I don't think, as when uh, it's like before they actually entered the playoffs. Like that team has been playing with Dongan slash Hawk a little bit at the start of the season for like so long. If they now randomly come up with this other off time that's going to come in, are they going to be as good as they they have been in the last few weeks? I don't think so at all. I think Boston have an incredibly good chance of making it out. In fact, it's got to be like ninety plus percent for sure. Like being genuine as well. Like I I think with London Spitfire and their like, abilities kind of handle the Zarya comps. I think maybe is going to be their one weakness. I'm not sure. But I think Boston have, a, like, a, a ridiculously good chance. I think they'll still probably get beaten by teams like Mayhem and uh, Houston. Well, depending on Houston Ellis. I'm still... I feel like I'm iffy with Outlaws more than any other team right now um, in, the, in the brackets. That aren't the APAC teams. So, yeah. I, I don't know what you guys think. But I think Boston, they're going to have a pretty decent time. Just on the flexibility alone. And them having Kalios. Um, and having and also could rely on Smurf if they want to play something like a Winston. I don't think they'll play Ryan though. Um, Costa, do you think that the fact that some of these teams don't have a proper Saria player, like Atlanta Rain, don't probably? I mean, they have Hawk, of course, who is a really good off tank. But uh, Florida Mayhem, they'll probably have someone playing the Saria, right? Houston Outlaws, uh, we haven't talked about it yet, but they signed Bernard. Do you think Boston Uprising, the fact that they already have Kalios on their team, they have Decay playing Genji and Birdering as their hit scan? Do you think that that three-part kind of core in this meta actually gives them a leg up against the likes of Houston Outlaws, Florida Mayhem? Do you think this would be a really good meta for them come playoffs? I think Boston run into the conundrum that like we've seen so many teams run into throughout the history of Overwatch League where it's like, hey, you have this off-tank player who can play this off-tank hero that's really good. You also have Smurf, who's considered one of the best tanks of all time, who is probably has a lot of leadership, adds a lot to the roster. Do you really want to pull him out to put Kalios, who's probably more comfortable on this Aya? Like, we've seen Kalios come in multiple times throughout this season. I think to mixed results, um, to like back and forth. I think Kalios is, is going to be more than adept on the Zaya. But the question that I have is, is that the direction that Boston wants to go? Um, I, I think Boston has a lot of variance for me. Uh, in terms of like where I think they're going to stand. They're a team that I think they've shown whenever they can just play mechanical heroes, they can pop off. So maybe that could be the difference maker, but we'll see. I, I don't know. Like Boston is like an enigma. They're like, I would say they're the other team that has like the second most variance in my opinion going into this playoffs. So they could be really fucking good or they could also show up and they could just be like, yeah, we didn't have a great read on the meta or like we tried to play Kalios and it didn't work or something like I that. Just I just it, don't think it, I, I, I can, can see agree both with that. scenarios. Like, uh, going into a new meta, I think relying on picks that you're familiar with and relying on more high-skill, like, uh, mechanical picks is going to be way better for you. Way better than, like, having a solid... Con Unless you're London Spitfire, who's just run the same thing every single fucking week, right? But, like, I just think it's way better for a team to have mechanical gods on some of their best picks and then running into a new meta versus teams that are trying to figure out everything and trying to figure out every small, like eke every little percentage out of, uh, oh, yeah. out of the meta and out of their picks. 
Let, 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 let me counter you with, okay, well, what about uh, last season when Soul Dynasty tried to do that? They tried to play Mechanical Heroes, tried to play Roadhog to counter, and then they just got fucking yeah. overrun oh. by teamwork of Winston, Lucio, Kiriko. They're like, oh, the and, and all of a sudden, support. yeah, all, yeah, Profit went to support. They like, they like turbo entered onto like this like mechanical comp right, of like putting roles. Profit. Like, yeah, but like they, they tried to play hits. mechanics. Like that, that's what they did. Like, they were like, true. if we get Profit like, onto the big damage support, then we can win. But, but then they but, just lose to teamwork. They're not swapping roles, and these picks are still going to be good. Those picks are just bad. Like they straight up bad. Like, yeah, you I don't can't think say that because those comps were good. I don't think that's really much of a comparison there because that comp was just tragic. Their read was just off completely. Sure, there's high mechanical heroes and shit, but like the picks were fucking bad and they're also off rolling. So, so, know, what, so what, picks are, what picks are you wanting Boston to come out on that's going to make them super strong? Genji, hit scan, could be like Sojourn or something like that. Or even someone, if you really want to, like Genji Tracer. Zarya or Zarya, but that's the thing. I do agree with you on that. Zarya is going to be a bit of a problem. Because I do think Smurf can probably play at a super high level, but it is more of a Kalios pick. But I just don't see Smurf getting kind of pushed around on Zio when he picks it up. He's just so good at the game. And then the backline's always been super dependable. Well, uh, it's been super dependable most of the time. Um, sometimes they slip up just a little bit. But I think overall, I just don't see them like falling over because they can play more comfort heroes in this meta. I think I think the I don't see them falling over either. I think the the difference that we have is that like you 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 seem pretty confident that they're going to make it out of a group with yeah. with uh, Atlanta with Hangzhou and London, and I think they could run it like to exactly what Avril was saying is it's a fucking weird group. It's not going to just be like you're going head to head with mechanics and we're both playing Zyre or we're both playing Meta. I think there's going to be a lot of curveballs thrown in this group. Okay, all right, moving on to the other teams in the group. So, Avril, everyone's talking about Atlanta Rain. Everyone's talking about Boston Uprising with their legendary roster. Talking about Lono Spitfire one-tricking Reinhardt and being amazing and setting the precedent for all the other teams, okay? Just, no, no, none, four, no four of us are here. It's just you, okay? Set, set the stage. How <laughs> does the Hangtra Spark come in in an off-meta and just dominate the Western region with Gushue playing tank and Shy and Leave? How do they do it? I have no idea how the uh, the the dive meta is going to look into the Zarya. I'm pretty sure they're just going to play Winston or Doom. But like, I mean, it's not, it's it? not the most terrible matchup. No, I I'm, I I'm tr I'm debating in my mind like, is this patch better for Hangzhou? Or is it worse? Because so much of me before was like, man, I think Hangzhou just got screwed by this patch. Like seriously, because you know they can't play Zarya meta. At the same time, I'm like, yeah, the more I think about it, Zarya into Winston, it's not that bad. It's not awful. And, you know, we talk about some of the other pieces in the meta, like what's looking good. Genji's still looking good. Great. Leave will show up on the Genji. Not a problem. Um, leave and Shy Let me together. ask you this. Do, do you think they have the, like, the raw mechanics and firepower with Shy and Leave and Gushu on the tank to just like steamroll the other teams that are trying Steam to play Zarya or other stuff like that? This is one of the teams that is like the most pure raw mechanics, like I think in the entire Overwatch League in terms of like they they probably rely more on that than they do on teamwork. Because I've seen plenty of teamwork lapses in the Hangzhou Spark, but how they make their comebacks happen and how they make plays happen, how they get advantages is just with pure mechanical outplays. Um, maybe that's easier to do in the East with less teams and like less teams able to challenge them on, on mechanics. But I mean, 
you want to play a composition that's going to reward you for mechanics, it's going to be a dive comp. It's going to be, you know, the Genjis, the Tracers, the Echoes, which I think based on the map pool, it's still going to be like an Ilios. Echoes, it's still going to be in the play. Um, still decent matchup. Sojin as well. Like if Sojin comes back in the meta, bro, that's Shy's hero, man. He's been waiting to play that hero again. So there's plenty of things, especially the DPS side. Everything on the front line side is very strong mechanically. Like as far as, you know, I don't think any other team's really going to play playing the dive. I was going to say, like, you wouldn't want to be in a dive mirror versus Hangzhou. I'm sure, like, Fearless wouldn't mind, but it seems like he's going to get benched for Burner, and they're on different uh, sides of the groups anyway. So there's no really, you know, I don't think Boston's going to end up playing dive. I think they're pretty... Maybe, maybe Smurf could look at it. Boston's actually flexible enough to do that. Um, Yeah, like, I think Hangzhou, mechanics-wise, have a good shot. I just don't know how the meta's going to look for them in terms of what their actual meta strength looks like versus these are meta and, and what the specific hero surrounding this area is uh, but i'm also concerned about the hungry sparks lack of potential practice coming in given that their schedule for travel is a little bit more scuffed i don't know if people have been following up on that but like they're not going to be now. going to toronto until no i don't think sparks they, i think they're, they're they're going through hong kong and traveling to i don't know it, it, based on what gushway was saying on stream it seemed like they, their travel was going to be later than the other teams. They want to, they were going to arrive later than the other teams, which is going to impact their preparation, obviously. So Yeah, that would be pretty brutal, especially because like I think the meta is going to be... I think that's going to be their biggest concern for the Spark is the meta matchup. Because tank-wise, I think they have some decent options with a Winston and Doom to play into like a Zarya meta. I think their biggest problem is how do they keep their... like How does the, how does the backline matchup work? Because like they were playing a lot of... like. You know, like, if you notice here in this match, but, like, I mean, there's been, like, if they play, like, Ana and such into Zarya, I think that's a really good matchup for teams because you just bubble all the antis. You know, you just, like, you can just bubble antis. You can just, like, engage really quickly and, like, block a lot of, and get a lot of value, get in their face really quickly. And Zarya is really tanky, so she, she won't go down to, like, the antis or anything. So, I, I feel like, to me, Sparks, Spark has a lot of meta Zen? adjustment. They could play Zin, but the problem with playing Zin, Zin is that Zin still won't burn. They still won't burn Azaria fast enough if they're engaging on your backline, unless you're playing like Lucio Zin, right? Because of the prac, like you could, you could make it work with like a Brigida Zin potentially or a Bap Zin. But the yeah. thing is that like you should, I think if you have enough burst damage and Azaria can just like double, even if Azaria has to double like bubble herself, but like you can just like bubble a Genji, force a lamp immediately, and then still if you just like hide um, from damage for a bit, you can just like bubble yourself. You know, like Zin, I think it's a hard pick. This team definitely relies on the Ana to bail out the Gushui dive heroes. Exactly, like and I think that's a bad. I think that's the bad matchup there, more so than the tank matchup is going to be their backline, and that's something yeah. that you're only really going to be able to assess if you get practice time. And if they have a bad okay. practice schedule, then it's going to be really tough for them. In terms of mechanics, I see the most weakness of the backline. That's been true for the entire season, but like that's going to be the sore point. But then again, it's like I'm, I'm, I don't know what is going to threaten the backline in this sort of meta, like. How brawly is the Zarya comp? Is there going to Very be... brawly. Extremely brawly. It's yeah, like so like how much backline pressures are gonna be. You're, like a lot of like it's it's a lot of like you're you're pretty much enabling the whole point is like from a lot of teams is that like you're letting your Genji get in that ass, essentially. Yeah. So so I guess what I'm trying to get towards is like how how vulnerable is the backline gonna be? Is it's mostly just Genji dive in there. And if um if the backline isn't like hyper vulnerable, then I think Hangzhou can shore up on their weaknesses. There's a chance, yeah. And sort of make their frontline work because that's where their power is. You know, this is a team that is like this is really a glass cannon team for real. Like they super front loaded and damage, but the defense stats are pretty bad. 
is if we're going to look at like an RPG character, right? RPG. I also think the other thing too is that like they're for Spark because of this backline matchup that's occurring, they're like their best bet is hoping to like get those great dives and isolate. But like a lot of teams are, if you're doing like a backline race, like a Lucio BAP comp is going to be a lot more survivable than like any Ana sure. comp for the most part. So like that's the other problem too is that like they're playing their win condition typically is like because you can't win the flank battle because the flank battle your Zarya is just going to bubble and so like your goal here is like okay and also they're not going to be playing too too split where they're going to be like looking to take too many fights like their goal is generally like to win that race and like the race typically just favors is uh is Zarya. every map going to be team map choice like it's not set maps right every single map some a team chooses i'm assuming it's the same yeah. it's a and higher seed because that's, seed that's good oh, because okay, that's okay. good for a team like hangzhou because they can if you know they lose the map call they can aim towards the more dive favored map take us away from the brawl favored maps they can maybe look towards map pool advantages that way obviously it works in the opposite way when the other team gets to choose but yeah map choice will be really important in the spark matchup as well it will be important for london as well because they want to play the brawl matchup so two completely separate teams in terms of their styles and then the Zarya teams in the middle with where they want to go. Scott, I feel like historically you can kind of get away playing Winston against our compositions. Is it different this time? Do you think like, it's going to be way harder to make this work for Angel Spark than in the past where it honestly feels just like me reflecting a little bit that sometimes you have these amazing teams that are really good at dive comps or really good mechanics, whether it's like, you know, Boston Uprising with Smurf, it's Houston Outlaws with Fearless, uh, Atlanta Rain with Donghack. Obviously, we're just in like a Winston Sombra meta. But it feels like some of these teams, they almost like trend to just wanting to play the dive mirror if they can, because both teams are really comfortable on it and they like playing Winston comps. Do you think that's one of those cases for Hangzhou Spark where they can actually kind of encourage other teams to play Winston? Or do you think that like Saria is just so hard meta that Hangzhou Spark are at a disadvantage going into the playoffs? For me, like... I agree with you. Like, historically, Winston has worked in these scenarios. And we've seen, like, cases of it working and cases of it not where, like, all of a sudden it becomes an issue. This meta, in general, is just such a huge blind spot for me. Because, like, I have no idea how impactful this Zyre is going to be. Because, mm -hmm. first of all, it's changed in a way that we've never seen it change before. Like, as Avar said, if the Genji can just get a bubble and then just fucking destroy the backline it becomes a base race, like, at this point, right? Of, like, it's just, can you get your Genji in there and enable him? And then it's going to come down to, regardless of the Winston Zion matchup, how fucking good is your Genji? Like, can your Genji actually take the, the 1v1 duel with a Baptiste, force lamp almost instantly most of the time, and then not have to use the deflect to do it so then he can live, so then he can go back in again, and the cycling of that. I don't know the answer to that question, because, like, it's going to come down to a level of coordination that we... Haven't seen from the Overwatch League teams in like in a while. And in the past, every time we've done this, it's been with a Reaper, right? I remember, do you guys, was it season one, season two? We played Genji Zaya in, in of Overwatch 2, something like that. And Genji was a fucking problem. And I can't remember yeah, exactly. When it first came out, Genji was like, yeah, OP when it when first, first came out. Uh, yeah, I mean, when first came out. it was a problem because his shurikens got yeah. buffed and everyone was yeah. playing Zaya to enable. And it was as a support was player. Insane. It was impossible to deal with because when they have the bubble, you can't even play Brig that effectively into it because it you don't do enough damage and it just sort of negates it. The bubble has 25 more health. It gives the Zarya more energy and it's bigger than it's ever been before. Like Genji's yeah. are really, in my opinion, going to be the crux of whether or not the Zarya works, regardless of how the Winston versus Zarya matchup works. Because Zarya just needs now, to live and get bubbles out, right? Now, now we know why Florida did their pickup. 
There you go. Literally, like it literally, like there is a world in which who are you, Florida, with someone who's a very smart, very adaptive player on the Zaya, plays with a world, world, world class Genji, and he just fucking tears through the league. There is a world in which I can see that happening. I just don't know how viable it is right now. And that's where these counter comps come from. Like your Hongjo Spark, if they aren't gonna play Zaya, your London Spitfire, if they're just gonna play Reinhardt, you're gambling essentially that, hey, it's not as strong as everyone else thinks. And that's going to be the, the balance of this playoffs. And that's where I think it's going to hinge. Are these cheese comps with the Reinhardt and the Winston of comfort going to overperform to something that in theory is busted like the Zaya Genji? Bap got nerfed too. Yes. His healing got nerfed on his regenerative burst. And that hurts. Yes. And that does. That's crazy that they got nerfed. Like it went from 50 over five seconds to 40 over four. And then just like... The flat healing got nerfed as well. So, like, like in general, 20, I think? you are something like that. I'd have to get the patch. If you're below number. half, it's now 80 instead of 100, I believe, or 90 instead of 100. One of the two. Uh, yeah, I've got the patch notes right here. Give me a sec. Uh, instant healing reduced from 50 to 40. So, you used to get 100 because it was doubled when you're under a certain threshold. So, now it's instead of 100, it's 80. Um, so you don't like obviously instantly go back to full HP and obviously healing over time as well got decreased from 50 over 5 to 40 over 4 so you are a lot more squishy as BAP now mm, that's true Genji. you know I forgot about that BAP nerf which also technically gives some value to Spark potentially isolating BAPs more they played a Winston comp so oh, make the dives better Genji Lucio doesn't yeah. deal well with bubbles either because he has the same issue as Brig where you can't push them around oh, while they yeah. have a bubble yeah, and I was just thinking about this too. I'm not sure how much of this will actually impact play, but like the size of the bubble as well could be a small factor. Like, because you can just break LOS if you. I'm not sure MDB is trying to play like that, but I mean, you could at this level, you probably are. But like breaking LOS with a bigger bubble now, like away from your other support, because that's the most frustrating thing is another support. You're trying to shoot your other. Like fucking healer, just like fucking get healed, but like Genji's like there with a giant orb, yeah. like the sun around him. So not sure if that'll actually impact anything, but I, th I think it's it, it's, it's it's a really big deal. Like when what it was Anna Brig, what the Genji would do is you would target the brig and you would just stand between the Anna and the brig, and the Anna literally can't heal the brig can't because you can't shoot. shoot through the bubble and you can't nade through the bubble yeah, and you can't exactly. sleep the Genji, and that's why I think Anna's just probably not going to be played for everything that Avar said. Like it just doesn't match up in Desire well at all. Okay, I, I want to move on here. Talk about the Atlanta rain before uh, to close this group out. I've asked, got a question for you. Theoretically, if Atlanta rain sign a new tank Saria player one week, or I mean, at this point, it's less than a week before playoffs. I don't even know how this would work. Would that make you either a feel worse about the Atlanta rain because they're probably underperforming in scrims and have to sign someone to improve their chances, or b do you feel better about the Atlanta rain? Because it means that the rest of the team is super stacked and now they got a dedicated Sorry player joining this team. Do you feel better or worse about the Atlanta rain going into the playoffs at the prospect of them getting a, a new off-tank player? It literally just depends who the player is. That's like, to me, like, I would say... I mean, like, they're not going to be dog shit. They're gonna, going to be a good a player. You know? It's a steep... Well, that depends. Like, which is the player, right? Like, if I... If you were to, who if, good like, is even I, left? Like, because, like, who... What players are left to sign like for that are like really good unless it's someone that's like kind of like semi unproven but like has been playing contenders like a two Sefer. or something like you know like like the thing is because like on paper hawk should be a perfectly good there should be a great zarya player 
So like, what is going wrong? Is the issue with communications one? Like, is it just because like they want another Korean player in for an all Korean roster? Like, you know, there's all, because this could be a very like calm, heavy meta in a way, because it's like, we're calling for bubbles. We're calling for, you know, like it's going to be really important to hit those like really like tight calls if you're playing a lot of Zarya. So like, I don't know, like it literally just depends. If that were to occur, it depends on the player. I just, I, because to be fair, I don't think it's the end of the world if Hawk, if like, hawk were to not play because hawk hasn't really been being played at all like that wouldn't really affect their overall team synergy because it's been dong hack the whole time for the most part so like you know like what like what like what it for the most part obviously we like we've seen hawk get play time but like i don't know i just think that like i think they could be survive if they got a new tank player it just depends on like who's the player well, they're not gonna play dong hack either because i don't think atlanta is gonna play dive so no, I agree. They want to play. That, so it's gonna be one. Of, it's gonna be out. either this supposed new tank player or Hawk. It's one of the two, right? So like, I think that like I if, if the player is good enough is my point is is like if the player is good enough, I think well, what's it's the a rule? Fine replacement. Who, who can you get? Because it can't be a league player. It's gotta be. I, I don't know. Oh, that's that's it, it has to be like a tennis player. saying. It has to be like July, middle of August. If I I remember that ruling. Oh, it can't even be two years because he was playing for a tournament. right. Exactly. So yeah. So who, I don't even know. Who, I don't who even the know if there's any good players. There's no good players left, in my opinion. It's like so. Yeah, I just don't know. Like, who, I literally don't know. Like, what? A, uh, and it would be a Korean player more than likely. It would have to be because you'd want a Korean player for. There's no way they they would replace Hawk with a different Western player. Exactly. Anything, so I, I I just don't think. It, yeah, exactly. Hawk would not get replaced by a Western player for sure. I think yeah, if no Hawk way. is getting replaced, I doubt it has anything to do with mechanics and probably more just communication of like yeah, just having right. someone who allows them to fully communicate in Korean. Maybe it was difficult for Stalker to work with Hawk. Like that's absolutely something that could make sense. Obviously, I'm just like spitballing and speculating here, but like we know how great of a player Hawk is. It's probably something that doesn't have to do with his mechanics if that is a reason they're looking in a different direction. Exactly. So, like, I just don't know. Like, that to me is, like, I would only feel... If the player made sense, I feel like... It, because, like, Hawk only played for them for, like, this last bit of the season. It's not like he's been, like, the integral portion of the team the whole season. I think it would make... And if you get, like, a Korean player where they can call him an all-Korean, it's like, okay, that can make sense. But the player has to make sense. Otherwise, like, why would you get rid of Hawk? Like, it just wouldn't make sense. I can sense. tell you who the options are. And it's, I don't think either any of them are particularly exciting. You basically have Pepe, Protect, and Jasmine, right? Maybe Protect that is really, the best that, option. That gets me going. Protect? I'm, I'm, like, I'm pretty sure Protect got trialed by Houston. They passed him up for Burner. Right? Uh, so that yeah. tells you a lot of, straight away. I mean, that tells you a fuck ton of information. You'd rather get Burner, who's been missing from the game for a year. Okay. Yeah. The funny part so, is, I saw after he got announced, you know, his Twitter bio still says retired professional Overwatch player after they announced yeah. him. It still <laughs> says that. <laughs> He's back. It wow. still says that. I think did, if did they sign him for a 14 get... day contract, a 14 day contract? No, for the they, we don't have those in Overwatch League. They only oh. exist in CDL. So uh, in Overwatch League, we oh, have 30 well, days. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry. Oh, right. CDL, they had 14 uh, days. Like, the champs last, just, this um, last champs, they had a 14-day contract. But, yeah. It's crazy. It's, it says What's a lot that? when Houston would rather take Burner over any contender Zarya player, right? I think Exactly. Yeah, I agree. Because I trust Houston's scouting relatively, like, and their ability to scout talent. So, like, if they are taking Bernard over Protect, I'm, like, if Rain were to get, like, Protect, then, like, I don't know. That's I think, a scary I think, I think Hawk's playing, guys. I'm pretty sure Hawk's yeah. playing. I, I don't know. Yeah, yeah I just don't know who else well. is yeah. around. Like, who else could it be? Look, we have to entertain the rumor for a little bit here, but yes, uh, agreed. It, it would be disrespectful to the Atlanta Reign, of course, because they were the quote-unquote reigning regular season champions uh, yeah. with the record uh, beating them out the franchise. They, they won mid-season manners too. I mean, this has been the best team in the Overwatch League 
2023, right? So we deserve, they deserve to be spoken about as a team that goes into the playoffs as, you know, a big favorite. So Avril, I wanted to ask you, Stalker played a lot of Genji for Soul Dynasty last year yeah. when he did get playing time on Soul Dynasty. If you had to rank, and we, we expect to see maybe some Genji Sojourn, if you had to rank the damage duo of Stalker, Genji, and Lip Sojourn, is it the best damage duo going into the playoffs? Oh, that's tasty, man. That is a really tasty Genji Sojourn combination. I'm looking at all the different DPS lines right now. Because we don't have to talk about the supports. Like we know, we know the supports yeah, yeah, are going. Sure. Like, with, like, but the damage duo. Regardless of what's to, played, part of me, goaded. part of me yeah. wants to believe that Spark could challenge it because Shy Sojin, when Sojin was meta. Look, this there's a very heated debate about who was the best Sojin at the time. You could argue it was Shy. Some people want to argue it was Lip. My argument, my uh, sort of take on that is Lip Sojin didn't get good until the end, and he had one insane performance versus Shock on Icon Vault, which I casted, by the way, so I remember very clearly where he played out of his mind. I think people really, not that they overrate that performance, but they like to go back to that as a as as if he did that the whole year which is just not true i think overall shy was the way more consistent better sojourn player in, in terms of when you look at the whole season and not, not just like one part of the season so based on that alone and i'm not making a judgment as to who i think currently is better because it's been another year since then and sojourn hasn't been as meta but i think shy historically is is the player that can challenge lip now when you talk about lee versus stalker that's a right now i think stalker's he's got the better team around him he's got Field of Vigilante. I know we're like trying to zoom in on the DPS here, but when you're being healed by that backline, I think that does make a difference as well. And Stalker's an extremely talented player. So, um, yeah, if, if anything, even if I think possibly Shine Leave could match it, the rest of the team, especially when you look at the supports backing that up, it, it goes way more Atlanta ring favored. Beyond that, I don't know if any other team could. Could could happen, Pelican maybe possibly. But I, I mean, I Dallas think... fuel hardcore fans are gonna be clamoring like, "Oh, we won the playoffs last year with Sparkle and uh, yeah, okay, they had Edison, yeah, Sparkle they had the, the they had the John Sojourn. I personally, though, to be real, I think even Dallas fans need to be they need to even realize this and accept the truth. Sparkle's underperformed on Genji so far this year. Every single time we've seen Sparkle on Genji, it's not been that exciting. It's not delivered the same results. People are still like. 2020 pill like oh yeah sparkle <laughs> paris eternal oh how good was the sparkle and she's like bro it's been three years guys come on he was <laughs> even last year he wasn't very good if you remember the beginning of last year dallas fuel in the kickoff clash we were like genji meta dallas fuel the best and then like they were just like really mid and sparkle genji uh just didn't yeah, perform, like, as we, he said we expect way more out of sparkle genji and it has not been at the level that he has shown in the past yeah. and right now he's been overtaken by a bunch of different genjis including leave who fucking bopped him when Florida last was sorry when Dallas last played Hunger Spark. So that that it look, maybe Edison could still do it if he really is the John Sojourn, but he is you, you got Shy and Lipper in, this, in the fucking the playoffs. So it's like, you know, you got some you got you got some other legendary Sojourn players in this playoffs, is all I'm saying. 
think Dallas need the... Oh, I guess we don't want to get too ahead of ourselves. But Dallas need we'll that. Whatever the fuck they were putting in that secret sauce last year for the playoffs, they need to, they need to start yeah. cooking again. So okay. while there's I'm secret gonna... sauce there, uh, two big ingredients, Chio Fielder, unfortunately, are gone. <laughs> fearless and fearless. Unfortunately, <laughs> and fearless. Yeah, yeah. And fearless. I mean, Edison did have like I mean, an incredibly fair, good performance. Edison and like, Sparkle yeah. were great in the playoffs. Like, yeah, yeah, but it's yeah, just... Can't obviously, that's helpful when you have other... Yeah. They still have Hanvin, yeah. Yeah, they still have Hanvin. That's true. Hanvin's great. Dallas? Have we moved on already? No, uh, no. I, I, I wanted to ask Costa as well here, just wrapping up the Atlanta Reign. Does Atlanta Reign deserve to be the clear-cut favorite going into the playoffs? Or prior victories, you know, winning the Mises of Manus, the regular season, are we fine? Kind of just like, that was a different meta, that was different times, it's a new meta for the playoffs, break even with Houston Outlaws, Rodham AM, etc. Or Atlanta Reign, like the, the clear-cut favorite going into the playoffs? I don't think clear-cut favorites. I, I, they were clear-cut favorites when we were playing a Sombra meta, and they had uh, proven time and time again that they were just the best team, right? But we are going into a new meta. There are rumored that they're having roster issues if they're looking to sign a tank so late in the game. I think the meta isn't, like, terrible for them, but it's also not perfect. I think they're definitely favorites to make it to top four, right? Semi-finals, I think I would be shocked if Atlanta Reign fell shorter than that. But outside of that... That's where it starts to get a little dicey because there are some great teams and there's a lot of questions uh, around the strength of them, right? Like, if we really do go to a Zaya Genji meta, like, all of a sudden are you like, well, fuck, a Florida just like gonna just crush it? Because if we're Genji, let's not forget, oh God, I'm getting ahead of myself again. But it's like, they also have fucking merit on Sojin. Like, there's yeah. so many threats on so many different teams at the end. I don't think Atlanta's roster just pulls them across the line. But let's talk about it. Let's talk about the Florida Mayhem. Let's jump over to the to the other group. Florida Mayhem. They're vulnerable the for regular season champ. Yeah. Just make the case. Make the case, <laughs> I've asked, for Florida Mayhem winning the entire thing. Why am I making the case? It's just I don't know. Because you're biased. It's funny. It's funny. Funny moment. Florida Mayhem makes the case. I think... The case is they have signed historically what has been the guest, best Genji player in the world, typically. Um, they have one of the best Sojourns, if not, I think, statistically the best Sojourn. I can't remember exactly throughout this year. I can't remember exactly like what the stats were for that, but definitely like... Oh, let me go check the stats lab. Oh, wait. No yeah. Oh, oh, shit. Yeah. <laughs> uh, obviously, oh. a very talented backline, and they've had some ability to play double flex if they need to with Maka. Um and what is an MVP candidate with probably the current most flexible tank player in the league, you know? Uh, I think that, like, they have all the tools for success and also a Coach of the Year candidate with Gumbo, with someone that's, like, they've cooked and they've done a lot of different... Uh, they've really thought about a lot of different options and, like, tried things a lot of teams haven't in North America, I think. So, like, heading to a new meta, getting a, a player that's really, world, like, defining on the role, like, especially if it seems really important, and having, like, the flexibility to play everything is obviously a threat. And they finished second regular season. So, like, they had an extremely good run. I don't think, and one problem, though, obviously, Mickey Mouse, who really cares. So, like, I think that, like, overall, if you are a Mayhem fan, this is another team that's, like, if, top, if you don't make top four, that's a pretty big disappointment. I think you, know? you can't make finals is a big disappointment. Yeah, I no, I mean, obviously, but I would sure. say, like, I'm being conservative, right? I'm being conservative here with this. Um, it's like a top four finish would be, like, a pretty they big make it into the third place period. match. Yeah. And they get their place match. Place match uh, team, I, I will be throwing myself off a bridge in Fortnite. <laughs> so, <laughs> like, that would be... So, we'll see. But, like, I think they have just as good of a chance as the rain, specifically because while this is going on, the rumors have heated up about the rain tank players. They have heated up. <laughs> 
And additionally, while this is happening, we have to discuss something. Uh, the league has made yet another... Granted, I think it's kind of minor, but there's been yet another fucky-wucky in the playoff format. Yet another fucky-wucky in the playoff format has occurred. Uh, Do you guys know that <laughs> the seeding... And the seeding for picking the first map of the series is so that's who gets to pick the first map, who has the higher seed. Do you know the seeding for playoffs wasn't determined by your regular season finish? What was it determined by? It was determined by the order that you were picked. So it's London? London has had four seed. <gasps> oh my Wait, god. What? That is so big for London. So and Infernal has seed... second seed. Yeah. Wait, who has second seed? Infernal. Infernal, because they got the first seed oh, from yeah. APAC. Yeah. They are second seed overall. What? So, in, so Infernal is second seed. London That's has fourth, Infernal. and Florida has third. So London, That's massive. So London. this means London now gets to they essentially they since yeah, the, and since there's only one control right in the whole series, they get a map pick. They get to just like pick a map and eliminate like play, practice those maps. Like they've literally once again based off this weird ass seeding format. They have now given an advantage to even a further so advantage. London, London went from the last team who qualified to number four seed. To number and four Soul seed. Infernal made it qualified Set. without even winning a bracket winning a match or a recent and have tournament. Second seed. Yeah. And they have second seed. Now, granted, they at least got first seed in APAC. But yeah, makes, so like yeah. that's le semi less fraudulent than the London getting fourth seed in the overall I still don't playoffs. know how Infernal got first seed, by the way. But... You know. Because they had the best regular season placement, include up to like essentially, like they their regular season they had the best record in all of APAC for the majority of the season, pretty much. So from from regular season, like this is the problem right. is they yeah. did not have the best record if we're basing it on knockouts. Ever including knockouts, but, yes, it and, and that's the that's the issue because Hangzhou had the better record in knockouts, and they're being punished for when you should consider that knockouts should be the more important part of the tournament, so the, the season rather compared to regular season. Now suddenly, for some reason, the regular season is more important. It's just that bad part. Well, now the regular season is not more important because London has fourth seed. Regular season is not more important. They, they just <laughs> and, scraped by. And, <laughs> let me, and let me, and let me, let me really for the for the viewers that don't understand how huge this is for London. It's not just like four better number than the other numbers after four. It's the fact that this is one of the few teams that because they're playing off meta, they really, really need and really benefit from having pick options especially first map choice which is guaranteed to be control and on control there are maps that are going to be bad for ryan and the maps are going to be really good for ryan if yeah, you have so a high seed you're going to pick the maps that are really good for ryan you're going to dodge the maps that are bad for ryan that is gigantic for london as, as it directly impacts on spitfire that means they have they get to pick control map over both boston uprising and hangzhou spark correct yes and especially for that hangzhou Huge. spark matchup that is insane because that means you can force a map like Li Jiang over Hangzhou him, picking yeah. like Ilios instead. Yeah, Ilios so I mean, this is so this, my, this, yeah. this is a fine shit playoff format cherry on top of the shit playoff cake. <laughs> a fine little addition there at the end, just coming in for one last final atomic elbow shit bomb right there at the end. Let's fucking go! Yeah. Love it! I love also, it! I love it! Love it! Also, based Florida third seed for their final position in the tournament. I mean, like, Florida's is semi-understandable, right? but, like, also considering that, like, if we were basing them on regular season from Infernal, Florida should have the second seed, I think. Yeah. But, you know, they did get first seed in APAC, so, like, fair I enough. I mean, it would be funny if, if Florida beats Houston and Infernal beats Dallas, then Soul Infernal has 
But like, Matt I mean, come on, man. That like, come on. Okay. Not as wait, wait, like, wait, wait, wait. Let's, before everyone just starts fucking typing up their angry Reddit article, just so that there is context of why this decision, I'm not defending it in a way of like, I also think it's Mickey Mouse and it's stupid as fuck and there's way better solutions to this problem. But the reason this exists is because the format in the West and the East were so drastically different that you can't just be yes. like, this record and this record one-to-one, -one, okay, this is how the seeding matches out, right? So obviously there's going to be issues because of the way they did the knockouts and that they integrated contenders teams. That's yes. why it is like this and why a Mickey Mouse decision has been made. But as Avar said, there are better solutions to this problem rather than just like the opposite team being picked on the other side. Like it just doesn't make any sense. No, I mean, I mean it, it just doesn't take any make context sense if, they, if Infernal hadn't picked London, you know? If it had yeah. gone according to what we thought, Atlanta won... Um, Soul Infernal 2, sure, but they, they were right back different regions. Florida 3, number 4, we probably would have had Houston Outlaws then. And yeah. so, like, it, it would have gone based on the strength that we perceived, and it would have kind of made sense. So, because Lone Spitfire were picked by Infernal, that's where, like, it, it's, it's a bit scuffed. But, you know, they respected Lone Spitfire, and so Lone Spitfire would granted IRC. If London Spitfire end up winning the Overwatch League this season, they need to be giving part of that prize pool to Infernal for sure. Oh, that's crazy. That's yeah. crazy. I go, you got to yeah. go straight into Ross's PayPal. 100%. It's true. It's, right. it's 100% true. So overall, I mean, like, what was the point? Yeah, Mayhem, we're going to be pretty good. Yeah. Um, this is why I love Custa, by the way, because he's rational. He's the, the voice of rationality on the is podcast. He? And yeah. Uh, yeah. No, he is. Yeah, really? Yeah. What? Yeah. Okay, Custa. Okay. Custa rational oh, person. No, no, okay. no, I don't no. want to hear from your rational ass over here, okay? Yeah. No, what, no, right, no, bro. You <laughs> literally said earlier there. in the episode, I will not be convinced with facts. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I, 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 well, this was only a setup because I wanted to ask Custa a follow-up question about the Florida Mayhem getting back to them, okay? And I'm not, I'm not stating this, but I'm, I'm humbly asking. I, I, I crave your analysis, Costa. I, I ask for your opinion here. Um, are we potentially overrating the Florida Mayhem going into the playoffs? They have someone who, yes, he can flex over. He can play off-tank heroes, but he's traditionally like a Winston kind of main tank player. Yes, he can flex over to the, to the Zarya. They just picked up a new Genji player who, yeah, it's who are you. You know, fantastic Genji. Um, and, you know, the back line is really good but you know there are a couple arguably better backlines in the playoffs is is florida mayhem really like guaranteed to make the grand finals like are, are we are we sure that they're like they're probably favored out of groups but like are we overrating the florida mayhem a little bit maybe um i think the one factor that you haven't brought up that i think is super important to this playoffs is is the goomba effect because goomba like Obviously, people love to praise Goomba and, you know, they love to give him his props, especially online, but people don't really understand Goomba and he's just a fucking weirdo in the sense, because, like, he he messages me after every plat chat as well because he used to be my coach, of, like, and he just goes on a, on, on a rant about, like, about this, so something. About all these types of things. But he's, like, a mad scientist and I actually think when you go into a playoff patch, that's when he's at his strongest because I think he has a great head for the game. He's willing to just like do what needs to be done. Why do you think who are you assigned? And he knows how to make gambles. And I just, I just believe when he has a tank of the caliber of someone who can sort of go and follow his line of his mad scientist shit, I think they're going to cook and I think they're going to come to an idea of what the best meta is the quickest out of a lot of these other teams. And they're just going to full send. And you pair that with... The roster, you said, yes, maybe the backline isn't the best. Bro, Churong Rupal, 
fucking sick. Someone MVP, a potential uh, like candidate, right? He's in the top two. Then you have um, the DPS, fucking Merit, and who are you? Like, and then they have Checkmate in case they don't want to play the Zaya shit, right? Like Zaya Genji shit. Play like, some Ryan. They can play some Ryan. They can. <laughs> They can literally do everything. I think uh, they are literally the most meta-proof out of all of them. You know, if they want 14 deaths per 10, Chad Mate can come in, okay? 14 deaths per but 10. But I just think that I, they're a well-rounded team. And I think Goomba has led this team to a lot of success. And I think going into a player patch, that becomes even more of an asset. That's when coaching is more important, when there's a lot of volatility in the meta, there's a lot of volatility in the strength of teams, and you just got to keep people grounded and find your strengths. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I, I just know that the, the, the Florida Mayhem community vibes are like out of control. Like they got all the Florida Mayhem fans on Twitter and Reddit and they're just like, you know, supporting the brand, MVP voting, all that shit. So you just got to check yourself. Sometimes, once in a while, you just got to check yourself. And no, so I just wanted no, to pose the question. You don't <laughs> have to check yourself. You just got to run with it, okay? The vibes okay. are immaculate. The vibes are immaculate. And there's a reason they're immaculate. They've been carefully cultivated. We've been, they've been bioengineered. And then, and it's all, it's all working together. It's all coming together for a glorious grand final win. Four more years of esports, 40 more years of esports, everybody. Okay. We need this. We need this. So I can keep having a job. Okay. We need That's this. Good. He, he nice. just, hey, look at his nice. new apartment. He needs to afford it. Guys. We need Come this. On. We need <laughs> this. We need this. Dude, I, guys, I, I think Misfits definitely have money. They can just sign in. Who are you out of the blue? End of the season. Fuck How it, you know, about they sign all of us to a long-term podcasting deal uh, where we can just talk about uh, yeah, esports for the true, next forty true. years? Yeah, yes. I will. You know Connor. what? Let's push that to the board. Let's push that to the yeah, board. We'll see what they one. say. I, you we know, Manscaped. Spoon? That could be you. Yeah. Well, think about yeah, the amount of passion we bring that to Manscaped. We could bring. So that with to the, the ad read at the beginning, always. Yeah. Well, I think the ad read should actually be for me at the beginning. Like, oh, thank okay, you, Vass, yeah. for supporting cool. this podcast. You can, you can write your own little script at the beginning of every episode. I write we, the script. Johnny will read it. I was going to say we, but no, not me. No, Johnny, Johnny will, will read no, it. No, part of the stipulation will go I, I will read money. a lot of things for money. So <laughs> <laughs> the, the, the contract would be written where everyone would have to read, do a, a revolving script read. <sighs> Hard bargain, right. but we signed. <laughs> Moving on from the Florida Mayhem to their opponents, the Houston Outlaws. We're in for a giga banger here in Group B to kick off the playoffs. Jaws, they signed Bernard. Mm. It was announced today that they That's picked great. up an off tank. And I think, you know, given that it's a Saria meta, probably don't want Fearless commanding the Saria. So, makes sense. You pick up Bernard to be your dedicated Saria player here for the playoffs. They got second in the midseason Manus. They have Shu and Violet for the backline, who, <clears throat> I mean, we'll see about the Lucio Bap stuff. You know, Shu playing the Bap, really, really good. Happy Pelican. Surely Houston Outlaw should be like a grand final potential candidate here even though they're playing for mayhem in the first matchup can you use an outlaws win that with it all draws bro that how long has bernard not played for and the last time he played he was at least a year like no. are you are you I, doubting are you doubting bernard are you are you do you not like this i, I like bernard as a player i used to cast him when he was in contenders and that's where he fucking raked it in baby right made all that fucking money on fusion university but like <laughs> dude, he, he is he has not been playing in like tier one overwatch league for a long while and the last time he was he was on fucking oh shit yeah he was on fucking um spitfire in 2020 that amalgamation of a fucking team i know well, it was in spark but in 2022 to be fair uh yeah yeah, well, yeah but in 2020 he like, was yeah, present yeah, that, that he reported yeah roster was crazy man um yeah i don't know like i just don't think this late in the game, again, getting pickups this late in the fucking game, and especially someone who's been sat out for 
this long. I just don't see it going well, especially since how many good tanks we currently have in the league and how like the tank dynamic has changed and how good every tank player has gotten over the last couple of years. I just, I don't know if anybody else is feeling the same vibe. I think everything else about their team is just fantastic. But the issue they did run into, especially in, in, even just during the year when they have fearless on other things that aren't like Winston, it was a little bit of a struggle, you know? I just don't see it working out as well as I think people are expecting it to. Their front line is sick and their back line is, they have Violet for God's sake. It's super good, but the tank rolled to me, an enigma for sure, using Scott's word from earlier. Like, I just don't see how they can stand up to other teams in this bracket, especially Mayhem. There's just no way. All right. Uh Oh, sorry, you go. I'm not even convinced that, like, the strong points for Outlaws are necessarily better than Lord Mayhem. I'll give, uh, actually, I'll, I'll say this much. Support line, okay, shoe, shoe Violet, I'll give that to Houston, 100%. But Pelican and Happy, I don't know that's uh, Against really, Who Are You and shit, yeah. Is that better than Merit, Who Are You? I think Who Are You is definitely the better Genji, that's my opinion. Happy Merit, can make an argument there, but Merit's... Also super damn solid on the Sojin. I mean, they've had a pretty... I would say both of them have had a pretty comparable year, though. I think Happy's year is technically... When we put it stats-wise, it's been, like, better, theoretically. But I think they've had a pretty comparable year. So... I I just... I think then, Houston is a team that could go eighth and it could go first. And I, I don't know where they're going to end. And I don't think they could finish eight. two to six, two to seven. I, I think, think they could go they, oh, two I, in their group. Uh, I think they can. Uh, bro, Houston are like a kind of team. When you're doing a late signing of like an off-tank player, like late in the game, that's always like worrying for me. I also think Fearless is like, you know, being an anchor of this team of like, just sort of like bringing him back down to earth. But I don't know. Like they're they're so explosive. They're either gonna finish first or last. That's that's my opinion on the Houston Outlaws. They're either can gonna they really can they finish first with Burner? Like really? Fuck it, uh, like, bro. It. When you have the players, like if if Pelican has his eye in on Genji and he just like he gets that protagonist look in his eye, you know where he like he looks like tired, but then he just absolutely fucking crushes everyone all the time. <laughs> like that could happen. And if Happy goes to like top tier hit scan form, like I can see this team being really good. Um, but as I said, I, the team with the most variance in my eyes. Yeah. I don't, I don't see Pelican as the best flex DPS in this playoffs or happy as the best hit scan in this playoffs. I don't see Bernard as being the best tank for this playoffs. I think shoot Violet, that's the real argument, but are you going to win the entire Overwatch League on two supports? Like, I just don't see it. I it's think, I think you're underrating happy and Pelican a bit. Too. I agree. I, I, I think, I think they're in the ballpark. Like they're, they're happy not... and Pelican have been really, really good this year. Yeah. They've been fantastic. Uh, yeah, they've been year. good. I'm just saying, like, are they, are they, when you look at all the DPS lines, are they the best DPS line? Probably not. But I they also, let's, re let's remember, we've also been in a meta, which is Tracer Sombral, which goes very heavily against what Happy and Pelican are good at in the, in the league. Like, and they've been still really good at it. And they've like, still they've been still really been good. good. Like, yeah. you get them on more comfort picks of, like, Happy's able to play Hitscan, Pelican's able to play Genji. I think this is a lot more scary of a team if they can get it right. You know, like, like this that, team was this team was not that far off of getting like second seed in North America. You know, like it's yeah. like if they had had like a couple different match results, like realistically, like this team is really, really good still. Like the real question mark is just Bernard. Like, but the thing is, if they picked up Bernard, according to everyone, it's like they trialed. They picked up Bernard as the best out of their trials. Then 
something had to have gone right because like they were trialing against you know there was rumors they were trying against like players like protect or whatever like players that were like actively competing in apac you know that were competing in like the contenders and like bernard apparently beat them in their trials so i'm like yeah but that right. you could you could argue the opposite and say well everyone was just bad like the, no one was good in the trials no i mean bernard yeah the that's the thing the, but i mean like that wasn't very good. that still gives them the best option as opposed to like I mean, I guess theoretically they could try to force a spark and put Fearless Winston the whole time, like Fearless Winston and Doom. They could theoretically do that. But like, realistically, I mean, they probably feel like they have a crazy. shot. If you're picking up that. someone that late in the game and you're not going to play and that is well, just absurd. It's not that expensive to sign a player for one. It's a 30-day contract. Yeah, it's, it's a 30-day contract, contract. Get him a flight, get him a hotel. If you get him a, if you get yeah, a minimum, if you get him a 30-day minimum contract, you'll spend essentially for all the playoffs, like if you round it off, you'll pretty much spend like between flights, hotels, and the 30-day contract itself will probably be like, if they're on minimum, right, for the 30-day, yeah. you'd spend like six to $7,000. Okay. And they're not offering Bernard like fucking a hundred thousand dollar contract for like the year, exactly. right? Which is going to no, it's all going to be there. Every player that's everything's minimum. Is going to be on a minimum. Like, yeah. So it's all going to be like between the hotels, travel costs, everything. It's probably they'll, somewhere between like six to eight thousand dollars for the whole. They'll hotel. find out really quick right now in the scrim meta whether Bernard's able to keep up or not. My concern is that he's just been out of the game for too long. Like he's been out of the game for way okay. too long. How I'm do you feel about? That. How do you feel about the idea that because we're playing a Zaya meta, this is something that like Overwatch League hasn't played and scrimmed a lot lately. So I think if you're ever going to have someone who has been out of the game come in to play a hero, like a hero like Zaya, which is mechanically intensive, but also hasn't really been solved in Overwatch 2 for the most part. Like, I think that gives you a much better opportunity than like, you know, let's say like signing someone who has to play Winston against fucking like Fearless and all these guys who have been scrimming Winston since the beginning of time. Like, and it's been buffed, and it's been changed, so it feels like it's less so about bubbling yourself and bubbling others. Avril, I mean, if you get, like, the best version of Bernard, do, do, do you not think that, like, it could kind of yeah, be an addition I, to this team? Yeah, if you get the best version of Bernard, I just... You just feel like it's point, been too that, long, like a year out. At that point, out. it's like, I don't think you can expect... I don't know. That that is that sounds like wishful thinking. Like I, you know, I'll probably end up eating my words if he comes out really good. But it seems like wishful thinking. It seems like someone that's been out of the game for that because he's not even been playing contenders. He hasn't been scrimming. He hasn't been doing make, the best he could have been doing this entire time is just playing rank. That's the most he could have been doing. Right. Not yeah. playing for any team. That's a huge issue. Right? Yeah. That's, I just, that's I, a major red flag. Taking that long, well, it, it only being a year. It's like yeah, it's only a year. But like especially with, with like scrims, how man. much. Yeah, years worth of scrims and like he was retired. So how much has he really been playing, even like solo queue and stuff? That is a bit of a question mark to me. Yeah, I mean, I, but, I well, if it know, did go through he's trials, still, he probably yeah, he's still probably well, super good. You know. And yeah, like maybe he did play super well. I actually put a little bit of credence to what Avril saying actually was, hey, maybe just everybody was kind of bad, but he was the best of the bad bunch kind of deal. Like that does make a lot of sense too. I just don't see it assigning this late um, into the season, plus Bernard just not playing for that long. And again, like I just don't see that working out too well for them at all. Yeah. Which is uh, scary right. because their first fucking match is against Florida Mayhem, which is it the is. match they need to show up for. Like it if is. there's any match in that group you need to win, it's gonna it's gonna be that one. Well, I mean, yeah, they, they can probably get by, you know, coming second in their group too, if they happen to lose the first one. But That's also, not I mean, if they about. lose the first match, like, they have more opportunities, unlike if you make it to the semis. So, oh, right, yeah. It's that, actually yeah, better for them to moment. potentially lose there and get better from there. Sure. But, 
I, I understand the case for Houston Outlaws being a bit scary to predict right now because they got Bernard coming into this team and, you know, we don't know exactly what they're going to do. I just, I just feel good about the Houston Outlaws organization and what they've done this year. Like, they've, you know, competed with Atlanta Reign at the highest level for midseason and all this stuff. And I know it's a different matter. I know it doesn't account for everything, but, like, they have so many fantastic players on their team. They have Junk Buck as their GM, I suppose, slash coach, whatever GM it is. coach. Yeah. So, like, I just, I just feel like I, I still have faith in the Houston Outlaws. Like, I still respect this team so much that I can't, you know, let these, these emotions of doubt and stuff, like, enter my mind. And, like, you I can't doubt them now. A lot of time with Jake this season. Also, yeah, what's, yeah, even, what's the best version of Bernard, by the way? I heard Avril say that while I was up. Like, the best version... Of, we haven't seen the best version of Bernard since Fusion University. Yeah, yeah but... Like, he used to play, like, like he played primarily Sar, like he played a lot of no, he Saria, played D right? Diva, a lot of Diva. It was a Diva that did most of his work. He Even did. Meta. He was a Diva player, and then some Zarya, but it was like Diva was really what he made. Did, in front of I, didn't he play some Zarya for Hunter Spark early on when he made? Sure, that. but the point is, I'm saying the best version of Bernard was Fusion University Bernard. Like in Overwatch League, nothing he's really done in Overwatch League has come close to his contenders level performance. No, yeah, I mean, he's essentially been out for like two years. I think the last year he was on the Spark, he did come in and play some because Lee, uh, Lige sat out, of course, so Bernard got some playing time. But, you know, I... Bernard was actually the starter. He was a starter for most of the Spark last yeah. year because we did actually have Azari meta and he did start. Yeah, so, you know, Avril says that, you know, he's been sitting out for quite some time here, but I'm just not like, you know, he made the trials. He was probably pretty good at the game. I, they have fucking all-star roster, so... You know, I, I, I can't sleep on the Houston Outlaws. I still think it, they probably make it out of this groups. So we'll do the pick and bracket later. Anyway, moving on. We've got a clash of two APAC teams. Uh, let's start off with, with Soul Inferno. Uh, they, 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 don't, they don't really have... Uh, I guess they have a Saria player here, Avril. Uh, in Poco, but look, I don't even know. I, what are we supposed to expect from the Soul Inferno? What, what are we supposed is, uh, to expect? Who are they? What do they do? I'm worried about this team. The fact that they've lost Fixer for the rest of the season due to injury. Hyunjae's new. He's still got to work through with the team. The uh, the Soul they This team didn't make it through knockouts. They lose. Who do they lose to? They lose. I think they lost to Soul Dynasty and um, O2 Plus. Guys, oh man. Like, this is not the same. Their, the, their team is, just, is not. I mean, they have the Aaron Rodgers level playoff performance ahead of them they're gonna have like, 75 seconds out there on the field the, the problem is it's, it's not a good meta for mag like what is is solemn Inferno just gonna play ryan are they gonna play winston like i don't is mag gonna play zarya I also i don't it. think m3 and Z, i think m3 and zest are obviously great players like they've been pretty good but like i i they've been they've been a lot more inconsistent this year from what i've seen i personally. well the second half of the year especially i thought the first half of the year m3 and zest were still popping off the issue now is i think Zest did not finish the season as strong as Leave did. I think Leave is the best flex DPS coming out of the East going to playoffs. And he's, you know, far better than Zest coming into the current meta, unless Zest is leveled up again. But he, in the, in the knockouts, where we saw Sol Inferno lose twice, Zest is meant to be their best plan. I just, I felt like that, was, that wasn't as apparent. Like, it just wasn't, it didn't feel, it didn't hit. It didn't hit big. Um, didn't seem like Hyunjae had been, maybe it was too early. But that was definitely a downgrade from Fixer at the time. Maybe things have improved since then. Um, I think they're the M3 worst on Sojourn could still be good, but, but it's like, the playoffs. I don't think M3 was ever like a super standout Sojourn player even last year. He was trading time with Carpe. 
like if we want to talk about because we haven't seen that much soldier in this year and we talk you have to you have to look at historical performances because that's all we can work with you know you don't mn3 doesn't pop on your head when you think about really good soldier players it's just not it um zest genji can still be really strong but like zest genji and sparkle genji have both looked a little bit disappointing in the second half of the year which is an issue so soul inferno i think they're in trouble man it's not a good meta for mag they had to replace their main support player with a new player who they're still integrating MN3 and ZSS in particular seem like maybe, I don't know if they're slumping, maybe it was just a brief slump, maybe they're back, but most recent performances don't don't invigorate confidence in me, is the issue. I think they're definitely the weakest team in the, in the playoffs. Yeah, I think they're by far, like, if Infernal wins, I think if Infernal wins a game, it would be miraculous, personally. <sighs> Um, miraculous on, and on their on their because yeah I, I think it's kind of miraculous I, I, I don't I don't really I don't think they have they have a hard bracket they were not looking very good coming into this meta they were looking poor in the previous meta and this meta is not this meta is essentially still a direct derivative of that just with Zarya you know it's worse um, for Mag than the last meta actually yeah I see yeah it's even worse so it's like yeah because at least Mag could play Junker Queen so like this is like this is this is and like they could sort of sort of force other stuff so yeah it's like I think this is a disastrous meta for Infernal, and I don't think the other parts of Infernal that have historically been really good, like we were, Avril was talking about, with like have been kind of weak, which is specifically their DPS line, you know. And they have a new main support player, which obviously didn't help them because Fixer was a big caller for them. Like it's like it's just everything that could be bad for Infernal if they were having a bad already not that great performance has compounded. So like if they get out there and don't immediately fucking snap their Achilles tendon you know and like if they're like have like if they're like good like then that would be miraculous it would just be an insane performance like it would be something like okay this is a crazy playoff run um so and this is also and then also it would be insane too because essentially now granted they earned it from their regular season but you know like if if them having the map picks here that the advantage of the second seed helps them at all but i don't think it really does like they have much bigger issues to get to get a hold you know the irony is even in the regular season they still didn't win either regular season. They came twice. Well, mm -hmm. They came second twice. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I know it's a fusion, full of fusion, so on, meme. They always come second, but they didn't actually, it was charged and then Dallas who won the regular seasons. Who got the skin recolors. So Infernal didn't get any of the skin recolors, right. sadly. So they're the best record of the regular season, but they, they didn't win the regular season. They didn't win the knockouts most recently either. So yeah, their, their journey here has been a weird one. And they're second seed right now here too, so... Unlucky. Rough, uh, open question. Because there are a lot of Soul Infernal fans, obviously, listening to the podcast. We, we have to leave them some hopium. We have to leave them a little bit of hopium, okay? Best case scenario, how do they make it out of groups? What compositions do they play? If they make it out of this group with Houston Outlaws and Florida Mayhem and the Dark Horse that us fueled that we haven't talked about yet, what compositions will Soul Infernal play if they hypothetically make it out of groups? They copy London and and do their best with Mag Ryan. You think well, they have I the mean, pieces what, for that? What are your thoughts on uh, playing Winston too, like Spark? Um, I feel like that's an option. Yeah, it is an option. It I is. I mean, because Skewed's been good on the Ana, so like it's like I think their DPS players are up to par or should be. You know, they've been having some mid lane performances, but like I think they have two potential options. I just think their best option, Junker Queen, is pretty much off the table. And Zarya's off the table. So, like, I think they, they have to off meta. They have to yeah. off meta then, right? I think it's going to be one of the... They I think it's more so likely they play Winston. Their pathway, their pathway is the same as London and Spark. They go through some, like, under-the-radar, off-meta type of deal, and other teams fail to deal... Other teams fail to beat it. 
The only issue for that argument for Soul Infernal is you can argue that Spark are like, they're exceptional at the dive off meta and London are ex exceptional at the Ryan off meta. So that's why when you look at their off metas, you're like, oh, I can see that. I can see the possibility there. For Soul Infernal, it's like, I don't know if they're exceptional at either of those. They're, they're probably fine, but um, they're going to have to be exceptional. That's, that's the only option. Yeah, the only way they can do it, really. Okay. Brings us to us to our last team we'll talk about, and then we'll do a quick pick and bracket as well. I don't want this episode to drag on for too long, even though there's the big playoff episode. Dallas Fuel. <sighs> the dark horse of the tournament. Oh, the go. meta is exactly what they needed to be. Hanbin can play the Saria. We got Sparkle on the Genji again. Edison on the Sojourn. Custa, can they run it back? Back to back. Overwatch League champions. Can they make it happen? Bro, Dallas fans will be insufferable if they win it yeah. again. Because, like, <laughs> we just said, we just, again, they, they love to hate on me. And honestly, it's fair. You know, I love to hate on them. It's just kind of funny. Um, but it, at the end of the day, like, I think Dallas Fuel, they, let's just call it how it is. They've had a pretty bad season overall. They they didn't, weren't good in the Sombra meta. They really struggled. But as of late, they've looked like the second best team in the East, right? Obviously, the Hongzhou Spark have... The Kryptonite, the Gooshway Doomfist is just the Kryptonite of the Dallas Fuel. But other than that, I think Dallas have actually been looking like <laughs> they have the coordination, they have the style they want to play. And I think the Zaya is, isn't that far away <laughs> from what they uh, have been playing. Like they can just stop playing Junker Queen, stop playing Arisa and just play Zaya, right? And then you put that with everyone else's on their comfort heroes. Bliss has been very good this season as Avril hyped up coming into it. He's actually, considering how poor his team has been, he's actually been quite good. And then we know how good uh, Edison and Sparkle can be. So it's like, there is a world in which Dallas Fuel run this shit oh, There's back. another player you didn't talk about there. Yeah, and I think that is actually one of the cruxes of this team. Is like, I think they very heavily live and die by the fact of like MCD. Just like kind of like not playing as well as Fielder, right? Like he, every now and then shit just looks a little whack. And I think that like all jokes aside of like the MCD meme and everything that's going on around that, like... When push comes to shove, if they do end up being very good in this meta and they make it to top four, could be an exploitable weakness, especially when all of a sudden it's your flex support's job to live to a Genji, right? Like that's going to be an important 1v1 to take. And if MCD can't hang with the top Genjis, then it'll hurt. What's funny about that statement is like every flex support in the league outside of Shu is probably not as good as Fielder. So I think it's like, yeah, everyone, everyone's going to struggle to fill their boots, but um. If there was a way for Rush to, to oh in a dark ritual, just like manifest the perfect playoffs meta for the Dallas Fuel, I don't know what level of sacrifice. I don't know how many goats he sacrificed, but and he sat on that summoning circle. Lots of goats. And he, he, he spoke words into Jared's ear and said, you're going to give us a playoffs meta that's going to allow us to win again. So... I can see. I if mean, you maybe it was a, a, a two attack, a, a front on both sides. You know, they had they had Rush working to manifest the meta, and MCD making sure Spark got last place in seeding despite having the best. <laughs> 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 That's a twofer right there. Twofer. This is this is the Dallas fans out there. If another team can eliminate the Spark, I think Dallas has an actual pathway to the finals. Yeah. Somebody has mm. to beat the Spark for you because if it's Spark. If, if at any point Dallas will have to play the Spark, it's over. You're going to give 0 3 zero, 4. It's done. You're not going to win a single map versus Spark. So as long as somebody else eliminates the Spark, you're okay. Jaws, I want to hear from you. Do you believe in the Dallas Fuel? This playoffs? Um, I think they can make it 
I mean, this for we're gonna do our preds in a minute, right? But I think they win fucking against Infernal. I don't think that's too much of a too much of an ask. I just lost. I just really not sure until we've seen it how much this Zarya is gonna stand yeah. up to Winston's and Doomfist and Ryan's. Like, it, it's always funny looking at these huge buffs on paper or these huge changes to characters and like uh, across the board DPS support, whatever. But it's hard to tell until we've actually seen like straight up official games that. Are played on this patch and i think there is definitely a world where the dallas fuel they just once again unlock hanbin on the fucking zarya and they just run it down sparkle turns up on the genji and he's you know performing better than he's done all season on that on that pick um there's a, there's a real chance there but until i we see the first game i i, I just i just don't know there's I, I think there's a decent chance but it's so hard to tell with this team man and they don't have fielder and shio they just don't have that like backline that backline is one of the best in the fucking world won it last year on the atlanta rain this year it just doesn't stand up to what they have right now i i just don't see them winning the whole thing unless harman and sparkle just just popped a fuck off and their backline dies but it's okay because they trade like two for three you know like i don't know it's tough to it's tough to tell first game is going to tell a lot i think I, I think Jack brings up a really interesting point that like, remember like everything that we're talking about is speculation. Like we have no yeah. idea what the meta is going to be. Obviously the speculation has merit of, we've heard rumors of like what teams are playing and then teams are signing off tank players. You know, people have talked about desires changes. So yes, it is going to be strong, but how strong really is going to be the determining factor for teams like Dallas Fuel. They could absolutely yeah. come out here, one trick desire composition and be like, yes, it's our meta. And then all the other teams are like, actually, Zai's not that good. And then Dallas are like, fuck! And they just lose the game, right? Like, that could uh, it's, happen. It's only her, like, her bubble buff for cooldown is only for her self bubble as well, right? So, yeah. like, it doesn't hyper... No, for other bubbles. Oh, uh, it's not for herself? It's only no, for other No, the, the, the eight-second cooldown bubble is if you give it to someone else. Same thing with the size, same thing with the like the amount of health it have. It doesn't help right. you personally, only when you give it away. It's only flankers, yeah. Okay, all right, okay. All right, then I don't have a point. So, yeah. like, but correct me if I'm wrong, I'm remembering this. This is what happened to Dallas Fuel in Kickoff Clash last year, and we talked about it a little bit earlier, Avril, where it's like Dallas yeah, played Zaya the whole way through no one could beat it and then they went up against yeah. gladiators who played winston versus them right no, no, and they, they played just, ryan they played they played, ryan. They played, they played the ryan, ryan yeah so right? they played the reinhardt yeah. and the zycom was just like oh shit it just fell flat like it wasn't good enough to be able yeah. to yeah. deal with that and That's like that could happen like, against can... to some of these teams you are against what's probably a genji as well you're not playing like the reaper and all that kind of kind of shit right so like the Rhine is probably just gonna run over this comp if you're a good Rhine team yeah. like, so london's it, winning the league then yeah, uh, okay. Wrap it there up, it close is. it up. Don't even need I to mean, do the bracket. BP put yeah. London in the finals against Rain, I think. Yes. So, I mean, know, it's not... Anything can happen, baby. It's not unbelievable. It's yeah. There's definitely a world where that happens. There is a um, world, which is the scary thing, right? And it, I, I really don't know. Every team seems to be, especially with these uh, off-tank signings and, like, Vinar coming in and, like, everybody hyping up Dallas because of Han Ben Ansaria. Holy shit, this first game is going to tell a lot. It's, me, it's actually just going to be straight up, like... Well, actually, this team's screwed now because the Zara comp is just not that good. I'm pose a, let me pose a question to the panel here. Of the yeah. eight teams and all the tanks available in the playoffs, who is the best Zara you play? Is it Hanbin or is there a better Zara play than Hanbin? No, Harbin it's Hanbin. Yeah, it's Hanbin. I mean, you would pick yeah. Hanbin more than likely over everyone. Like, I, there's not, there's almost no players that, that are currently, because also if you think about all the teams that are currently there, almost every team, aside from Fuel, 
right? Aren't all of their tank players for the most part? They're almost all, maintain. other than Rain, obviously, they're all main, they're historically just been main tank players that have some hyperflex, like they can play other stuff. But yeah. like, they're not really like dedicated Zarya players, really. Like, think about what the current state of tanking is in Overwatch. There isn't really a dedicated need for like Diva Zarya players in particular. Like, all the main tanks have sort of rounded out Winston, Ryan, Junker Queen, Doom. But like, those two tanks have been essentially absent from Overwatch 2. Yeah. So yeah. then I'll put it like this. I'll put it like this. Could Edison challenge for best Sojin in the playoffs? Could he at least challenge for he it? He plays like yeah. he did last playoffs. Like, yeah, he, he, yeah like, he shows up like that. He, like, but, Edison kind of came out of nowhere and had like that world cast Sojin performance at the very well, end, right? It, the, the, the play style was also so different because a lot of it involved just like jumping in, Winston Bubble. You kind of like slide forward to like trade positioning, right? And you got like Kitsune Rush and all this. Now. This meta, you would play versus Genji's with Saria Bubbles. You would play against Immortality Fields. Like, you're not as aggressive with your slides, I can imagine, in this meta compared to the playoff meta of last year. I just feel like it's a different play style. So I don't feel like it's a, like a one-to-one -one comparison. I just meant um, on mechanics. Think, We're like... also assuming that Soji is going to be played, to be fair. Yeah, so, I mean, let's clarify the, the, the meta kind of like before we get into the pick and bracket. Like... You know, I don't know what you guys heard and what you guys want to go on the record of saying or whatever. But essentially, you know, what from me, it's been like, oh, some teams are playing Ryan, some teams are playing Saria, and then it's been like, oh, Saria's not meta anymore. So, like, I you, heard all of it. Like, I have no idea. It could be Saria meta yesterday, and it could be Orisa meta tomorrow, and it could be Reinhardt on day four. Like, no freaking idea. It could be all of the list. So we could have made this entire thing with the assumption that Sarah's going to be meta, and that might not be the case. It might not be Saria. Yeah. It might Scott's, be all over the place. So Scott's prophecy it could be Reinhardt's is best meta. It's coming know. true right now. Scott's prophecy with Dallas is just coming so true at the moment. Wait, which one was that? <laughs> You're like, oh yeah, if it's Zarya meta, then Dallas are happy, then it's not Zarya meta. Fuck! Like, <laughs> Literally, so yeah. it's all over the place, is what I'm... <laughs> That would be, yeah. dude. That would be so cursed for the Dallas field. Imagine doing all the ritual sacrifice to get the Zarya meta, and then it's not. It, yeah, that would just crazy because other teams picked up um, Zarya players too, or like offline players as well. Yeah, I mean, it would be. I mean, it would be fucking crazy. But I mean, essentially at this point, because of the crunch, essentially what the meta is decided on about a week before playoffs is going to be the meta. Even if it's not actually the meta, that's going to be the meta because that's all the teams have time to really learn. You know, mm -hmm. and there's not like a. There's only like. For the timetable that most teams are getting there, they're getting there for the majority of the teams, like two to three days in advance or something, max. So like, there's not a lot of time to really make something new with a lot of interval for like big confidence, you know? So pretty much the meta is pretty locked in at this point, unless someone cooks something crazy. Yeah, because even last year, if I remember correctly, Reaper wasn't even like really meta last year until Dallas Fuel, like a few days before the playoffs, just like started playing Reaper. And it was obviously like the best thing. And that's why Gladiator struggled so much last year because they didn't have time to prep Kevster playing Reaper or whatever. And like they didn't have a quote unquote Reaper player um, where some teams adapted faster, right? So the meta could settle like today, like when we're recording this podcast and we have no insight. So mm -hmm. I guess we're expecting some kind of Soria meta. Uh, with uh, teams like Lone playing Reinhardt, but we honestly don't know, and so we're making assumptions here. So we'll we'll see what happens. Anyway, you guys want to get into the playing bracket? Yeah. yeah. Or no playing bracket, the picking bracket. Yeah. The picking bracket for playoffs let's, 2023. Let's do this, and then I can start packing, and then I can leave for my. Yeah. You haven't yeah, packed yet. To go. You haven't packed yet, and you're leaving in like three hours. 
I'm a I'm a late packer. All right, I'm a late packer. I'm I am not a late packer. <laughs> That's well, I'm packing okay. today, but yeah, yeah, yeah. I, mean, I got to pack Scott today. Solidarity. So. All right. Well, no, I solidarity. leave tomorrow though. That, As that, do that I. I leave tomorrow yes. morning. Yeah. But the thing yeah, is, yeah, I think yeah, yeah, like we're both leaving tomorrow. Like we're doing this in like 18 hours in advance, essentially. Right. Right. Okay. All right. Yep. I forget my charger. I'll just set you guys up, guys. I forgot something. Yeah. All right. Pick a bracket. We're starting off with Group A. We got the Hangzhou Spark, Spark against Atlanta Rain. I will go <laughs> Seth Spark no, straight no. away. I don't know. I don't, I don't know. This is... I guess you have to go Atlanta, right? As much as I would like to imagine yeah. the off-meta from Spark is... is going to be good. Give him a 3-2, then. <laughs> All right, I'll give him a 3-2. Three, 3-2. Two. Three, two, no, right. it's not. It's going to be like a 3-1. Okay, I'll give him a 3-1. It'll one. be like a 3-0, Vigil, but I'll give it a 3-1 just to respect bargaining. Spark. I'm bargaining playing. with everyone here. Oh, cool, yeah, there you go. I'll give it a 1. I'll give 3-1 as well. I mean, Atlanta Rain, we don't know how solid they're going to be, but they should realistically beat them. They should right? be really good, despite the rumors are heating up of them getting another off-tank player, but like... When Atlanta Rain show up with Protect Zari, I think Spark winning. <laughs> yeah, Boston... Spitfire... Okay, who who oh, actually I, has Spitfire? I'm taking Boston. I'm taking I'm Boston. Boston well. already beat them. Boston They've already oh, beat them. With I'll, this. Believe, already I'll beat believe London sure. a better when I see it. I'm not just going like, to go on this. I, I think if trade. London was playing another team, but Boston has already played them. They've already beaten them playing a meta. Like they already, and the tools they have to beat them haven't changed. They've in fact only added more tools with Zarya. Like, they, so like it's essentially the same thing. Spitfire get their map Yeah, pick, I, I could so see a 3-1-2. Three, three, one. I could see a 3-1-2. Yeah, for yeah, sure. Boston will just play Jungle Queen or Richard. Lombard has map pick. Yeah, that's why they get their one. They get yeah, their that's where they get their one. Yeah. And they uh, did win the control last time. I was going to say 3-2. I was going to say 3-2, but... Okay, I would no, go for 3-2 right. as well. I think... I, I'll go 3-2. Uh, like, sure. that's fine with me. Because then London lose on Escort. Because sure. I think Escort just sucks for Reynolds. Yes. That's true. That's true. All right. Let's do the loser one first. Hangzhou Spark now. Okay, I, so the I will be taking London. I'll be taking London too. I'll be the problem London. is, I think Spark's matchup in London is actually actually really strong. I agree. This is the this is the issue for London. This is why, like, if they have to play, Spark is the one team that London probably does not want to play in this bracket. They have a better matchup versus both Atlanta and Boston. So this is a super dangerous match. I still think it's going to go to London though. I like I, I agree with you, and I think there is a chance. But I I, I go. I think it's going to be really hard for Hongzhou to know what the fuck's coming for them. What do you mean? It's, it's, it's going to be yeah. lying TDs. No. Or what do you yeah, mean? but, but yo, that's what every team in the West has been saying for the last fucking year. It's just Ryan TPs. It can't be that hard to deal with. And then they get fucking world starred by the Hardy Reinhardt and like the, the fluidity of their coordination. I, I actually agree with Scott here. I think that when you typically think of a Reinhardt composition with like, say, a Cassidy, for example, they are, it's way, I, I think it's easier to approach that with a Winston composition. If you're asking me, to Winston dive and set up versus a Reinhardt Bastion Sim comp. Like, holy shit, that adds like a, a couple dimensions to like how you beat the Reinhardt Brawl. And I think Hunter Spark are just not going to be ready. Well, also, that. I, I think, think Spark, three... they need like some good Lucio, something that we've seen really strong versus the Sim TPs from someone that's like played, if they played like slightly like with Lucio or something, is that Lucio plays a really big component in like denying value with boops. And I haven't really seen Spark's backline. Um, step up you, in that way this year. You need to see Spark dismantling fuel using very similar strats with TPs, TPing their Bastion in. Okay, it's not Ryan, but it's Hanbin Jungle Queen in your face instantly, commanding shout, running you down, 
and Spock just surviving against that and trading effectively. Well, I know Spock, they had that one game where they definitely shut them down when Gushway played the Doom, right? Gushway was playing the Doom, Doom is in that a game. Really good counter pick into Bastion. A decent, so there's a chance um, the Doom a, could be really good matchup into the Rhine as well. Actually, Doom so. could be the pick maybe. I mean, I'll, I, I still take London, but I'd give it a map five then just to give Spark some credit. I go, I go three two Spark. I'll, I'll be the only one to do it, but I'll go three two Spark here because um, if this goes to five, I think Spark win the escort for sure. So beyond that, I think Spark's matchup into this into the into the London stuff is really really good. I did three two London. I go three one London. I agree with I agree with the Avril thing, but I I think London I think London wins on control flashpoint and push. Mm-hmm. And yeah. they just I'm just I'm just gonna say it. I, the, the most uh, it, it would I I would find it so entertaining if Hunter Spark just popped the fuck off with Levin Shy. Like genuinely, I love that style of Overwatch. Cool. Or just high mechanics oh, sojourn. I think this well, whoever wins this series is gonna be a cool storyline, right? Either London shit is actually gonna work and it does beat the counter, or Hongzhou Spark are a scarier team than we're giving them credit for. Yeah. Okay. I. I think like, it would be really sad for London if they exited zero and two from the tournament because I, I think agree. they have the capability to go the distance. If Ryan is actually good, they have a real shot at going all the way. But if they lose so. to Boston, I think then that that I I think that theory goes out the window. Like that's, if they that's can't why be Boston, I'm not, that's why I'm not like convinced that Boston will just win, and I'm I'm not convinced they'll do it just because they beat them last time either. Because I think the meta has shifted. I don't know that you can just come up, roll the jungle. But I mean, but like, the meta oh. is not, but like the th the tools that they play, they can literally play the exact same comps and do the same thing they did. And like they're, they're, they could, they could, we could just repeat the match and play the exact same meta <laughs> with Zarya not in it. And it could be the exact same result because they don't, well, they didn't, they don't need it. There, there, you know, there's some variance in there, you know, like how many times does London win that match about 10? Like sure, but the point times, being is that like there's times, not like the point being is that more so there's been no external circumstances to change the matchup essentially, right? And I favor Boston's roster. I favor Boston look really coordinated in how they dealt with it. They showed multiple looks. They were using Orisa to isolate players. They were using Lise Gone to like boop the TPs to like set up plays. Like Decay was fucking farming. Decay was farming honestly on the Genji. Like you know, like there was. I think that like they they have a lot of different looks even if they just repeated the match without even using the current meta. Like the meta the current meta is irrelevant to both those teams because Boston beat them on the old meta and London doesn't play the new meta. So like it just doesn't matter. I, I just think like that matchup, Admiral had like what, like three Ajaxes in one series? Yes, but like also that. part of no, that is there's a world like, where like he doesn't Ajax once in that series. That is know? true. And it was a, it was a poor series from Admiral, but I think also Admiral was under pressure to not beat because of the fact that the Genji Blade is such a fight win, and so Admiral was like really pressured often to hold the beat to the point where like it put them in really bad situations. I think he probably overheld. Yeah. He retained a little too hard. To be yeah, clear. a little. <laughs> so. But there's some variance, so I'm not counting on Spitfire out. To me, there's a world where they can beat the Boston Uprising, even though Boston Uprising are favored, and we're predicting them. All right, so moving on. We got Atlanta Rain against the Boston Uprising. This is a tough one. I, I personally just have Atlanta until Atlanta shows that they're actually floundering. I think I still just have Atlanta in this matchup. I would just assume Atlanta are floundering. Do we... Do we we Why? What, what makes we... you assume that? That rumors that they're trialing off tanks is the only yeah. thing that's like, yeah, they're exploding. This is like Boston at the start of the year when we're like, this team is internally exploding. And yeah, then it and just it didn't. It did. They just, it was fine. It was what fine. Yeah, that's exactly. It. it was fine. Well, so, so why yeah, can't the truth be, be fine. why can't the same be said for Atlanta then? 
Like, of like, yeah, they were trying people, but it ended up not coming anything, but it, it's fine. Right? Boston like, are beating the narrative. Okay, right? well, I, I, I'm trying to convince the other fucking that. three people in this call because Jaws is a lost cause. I mean, here's I, the thing. I, I think that Lip Stalker is just such a fantastic damage duo for this meta, if this is the meta. The backline is super solid that I feel like I kind of have to favor Atlanta Rain, but I still... Again, I wish I could pull up the stats lab for this, but... Boston Uprising, they have played Kalios sometimes this year, especially for escort maps, right? Like Shambali, I think they played some Soria, for example. And I think they've looked good. Like, that was one of their best maps, if I recall correctly. Again, I don't have the stats on hand. And so I feel like this meta would actually be surprisingly good for the Boston Uprising. So I think it's a map 5. I'm just a little bit undecided, but I probably had to go Atlanta Rain. Yeah, what if it's not the meta? What if you just have Smurf on Winston? Or Smurf on a main tank. Sure. Uh, it, can, it can be whatever you want, Joss, until it's actually until there. We, yeah, until we decide. I mean, what I'm if it's a Ryan What, what, what Rain happens 3, if Atlanta 2? plays Roadhog? You know, they could play, they could play yeah, Roadhog. Yeah, and then exactly. it could work. Just yeah, yeah I don't think that's happening. I don't, yeah, think I don't know. They, yeah, we said the same thing about Soul Dynasty, and they did great last year. Facts. I'm down so. with 3-2 for Rain. I think Boston will win that. But yeah, I just... At some point, we're going to start throwing some three zeros in there because this, this will be the trip up every time. Every yeah, game is a banger. playoffs, though. Like, all the games yeah. are normally pretty I mean, this is a far more concentrated playoffs than our previous and playoffs. Pick it's, maps. Only, it's only eight teams and loser pick and maps. And losers pick maps, yeah. Yeah. A lot less three zeros happen when losers pick maps. Like, I, playoffs generally a gig along. I'm going to lean into the stalker lip Sojin Genji combo as being superior. Which is pretty fair. I agree. Yeah. I mean, I, also, uh, they have Geo the Fielder, which is. Uh, Gonna also, be a really also good decay in the playoffs. So. He might just not play. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Quick sign striker. Quick get him. Bring him, get him back. back. Oh, God. Um, yeah, I think, I, think, I, think I would probably lean. I would still lean rain um, overall. I think yeah. it's, it's, it's just a question of like, if they roll up with protect on off tank, though, I don't know. Like, oh, come, come on. Come on. Like, <laughs> okay. I feel like Stalker is one of those Genjis that honestly, if you can communicate a, a freaking Saria bubble, like you're good. Just bubble Stalker on Genji and he'll just like pull right. out the fight win. He'll just get a pick in the back line and you're good. Like it can't be that hard. No? Yeah. <laughs> it just, uh, you just like, say, I just love this. It. Like, it's so silly. No. It can't be that hard to just fucking that kill everybody, right? Just kill them, forehead. Just, just, just kill them. Fucking kill the just, Boston Uprising. Just sorry about the stalker. Bro. Like, sorry about the stalker. And that's all you need. All right? Just communicate the press bubble. Press E. And then you're good. And grab. Grab. But, you know. Wow. But Paul, just Paul grab, grab into grab. a Genji. It'll be fine. No, they'll be sick. They'll be sick. I don't know why I'm doubting Deadlands Rain. I'm not doubting them. All right, moving on. London, London Spitfire against the Boston Uprising again in the losers round. I don't see the run back this time around. Run back? No, Boston. Bye. I mean, I don't, I don't feel them. good about London going out in groups. No, neither do I. It feels really dirty, actually. <sighs> I think we are overrating this London Reinhardt. Like, I feel like we're just like... London... Let's look at the people that London Spitfire has beaten in the like in the last bit. I think we're at the the meat and the potatoes of of their tournaments. The teams that they've beaten. Let, let me let me team. ever since they picked up the Reinhardt. So when they played last time, they didn't play the Reinhardt was against New York Excelsior in July fifteenth. Right? We all remember how fucking horrendous that match was. Yeah, okay? Dorado dive. Yeah, Dorado, yeah. yeah, it was bad. Okay, then they beat Shock Valiant Gladiators Vegas Valiant. 
lost to Houston, lost to Boston, then beat Shock, Washington, Vancouver, Toronto. They have not beaten a great team since they started playing the Reinhardt. And they lost to two good teams. Every time that they came up against a good team, they fell. Yes, that match against Houston was close. Yes, I think the Reinhardt is solid. But do I just think that gives them a leg up against these teams when it hasn't already throughout the season? I don't agree with that. Boston 3-0. Okay, well, I don't agree with that. No, <laughs> I think it should be... No, I think it should just be like a... Three, Another 3-2 three, or 3-1? Three, th th I think it should be a 3-1, personally. It should be a 3-1. Okay. Right. Yeah, that's fine. They've learned okay. They've learned from the mistakes. Man. I just got such good vibes for the Spitfire team. Yeah, yeah. honestly, I think the vibes are exceptional. Died, I'm they vibing. Are exceptional. No one has ever said the vibes were bad, okay? Yeah. No one's ever said, okay, we are Spitfire. Okay, we are Spitfire, but unfortunately... <laughs> we are Spitfire. That's true, that's true. A wee spitfire. Is, is the wee spitfire. Yeah, <laughs> I right. feel like with that cost around, the vibes for the spitfire just went down immaculate. Yeah, like, I'm we're sorry. I hope I'm wrong, and I hope London kind of just like throw, fucking throw their Reinhardt and it works, but I just don't see it. All right, there we go. Advancing from Group A, we got Atlanta Rain and the Boston Uprising. Pretty unsurprisingly, but there we go. And they're seated into the semis. Go moving on to Group B. We got the Dallas Fuel, because the Soul Inferno. Put the three O in there. Can we got to we got to yeah, throw okay, some three O's. I'll go three O. This is my three O. I'll I'll, I'll oh, give just, you a three O. Not enough three O's. There's got to be more three O's. Soul Inferno gets first map pick though. What what are they gonna pick? That's yeah, so genius. Pick? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Fucking Ilios or some I shit. Feel like I this know. side of the bracket is just <laughs> so easy, bro. I think Infernal's gonna take a map. What map? Well, sure. okay, I, 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 want you, I want you to defend this. What sure. map are they taking? What, which one? Which one are they going for? I don't control. have the. No, no, I, no. I, it doesn't. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter the map. All I know is it won't be control. It won't be control. Hey guys, King's Row is back. Uh, King's Row. I, think, I, know, I, know, I, know. I think Inferno will take a map, and I don't know the map because I just feel like there's silliness in the air. I uh, know why Avast has gone for the three-one result. It's because Dallas Fuel plays Salt of the Earth Overwatch, and they only get they play Salt of the Earth Overwatch three-one. <laughs> okay, we plug in. Get one map, get another three, yeah, you know? Or that's, lose that's one, what, that's what Dallas will do. They play three I, I, I don't see the one. I'm sorry. No, but I think sure. it's a 3 -0. I mean, it's a 3 a <laughs> Well, brutal. We're sorry, Infernal fans. Brutal. 3 0, Dallas okay, another, like that. <laughs> another 3 0. Here we go. Another, another really brutal game here. Uh, a little 3 1 to the Florida Mayhem. No, not to the Houston Mayhem. Outlaws. To so the Florida Mayhem, and I will be giving. I think a 3-0 would be harsh. I think a 3-1 three, three, seems yeah. reasonable. But I feel like also it's an underrated Houston a bit because like... What if they just like... What if they do like some map picks where like they have Bernard plays Ari and then like Fearless come in to play some like weird shit and like it's kind of like good? Like, I don't know. I, I think, what, I think what's he going to play? Yeah, what, uh, what is Doom? he going to play, bro? Like, John like... Winston do? Well, you know, I mean, I, I think I'll put a 3-1. I'll put a 3-1. Yes, I, I think 3-1 is the most reasonable out of all of them. Mayhem higher seed? I would... Mayhem, I, Mayhem, I, Mayhem I would have just, the higher seed, yes. Right. I would love to see a Houston versus Hangzhou semifinal and just see if Houston are like, we can play Fearless. Let's play Fearless into the Hangzhou Spark. We don't have to play this sorry bullshit. Fuck Bernard, bench him, and just go back to Fearless. Uh, all right, yeah, Florida Mayhem. Sure. The, the vibes are bad. The vibes are bad with the Houston Outlaws. Uh, I need to do a custom rant about who they've beaten and not whatever. But all right. Moving on to losers. Soul Infernal. Which means, which means Infernal beats them because Outlaws have bad vibes. Oh, <laughs> I mean, this is a Sorry. clash of bad vibes. 
This this is this is the all-time bad vibes matchup right here. Uh, Soul Infernal against Outlaws. Outlaws? Of course! Wait. Three I, I know <laughs> I know the Outlaws vibes are bad, yeah, but like sure? <laughs> sure? like solid question yeah, mark. I will be taking Outlaws. I will be taking Outlaws for sure. Yeah, I'll give. Three I think this is a three zero. Are we going Soul Infernal out without a map? Are we actually oh sending Soul Infernal home without I, a map? I, I told you Infernal gets a map versus Fuel. I said Infernal gets a map versus Fuel. I agree. Fuel. I think if we're gonna give three zero to the Houston Outlaws, I want them to get a map from Dallas. Oh, I'm you're giving you. a fucking you're because giving a, a map to nice. Dallas always reasonable. give a charity map. It's the yeah. way they do things. Also, they've just been kind of like they've been kind of floundering a bit all season. They've always like had some weird moments, you know. While Outlaws have been really, really consistently good the whole year, you know. How like, will they beat them? How will they beat them? They will. So, okay, so, so wait, let me let map? me run it through. Let me run it through. Let me run it through. Not gonna control. So I think on either escort or map five. I guess because or no, I I guess I guess technically escort map five. Yeah, that's right. I guess on either uh, flashpoint cannot even flash insane or maybe hybrid. I think their infernal will probably cap more of the objectives faster than fuel. Will. So That's Kings Road, Midtown, Blizzard World. You yeah. think that they're 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 better on speed in those? I'm not maps. saying I'm not saying they're gonna they're better holistically. They're just gonna be better at this one. I got, so I got, Infernal's I got, I got, gonna I got, play Mag Wrecking Ball in Blizzard World. I'm fucking yep, calling it right yep, now. There it is. It was Scott that what you were gonna say as Scott well? Knows the tech. Yes, yes. Scott knows the tech. Man, Rick and Holy Ball was shit. a world. That's the tech. Sure. Oh, actually, wait, no. Infernal last minute signing Bellas Rhea. Bell oh, wait, no, he's on Overwatching team. You couldn't have done Bellas He's Rhea, on Overwatching team. Yeah, you couldn't do it. Damn, damn it. Okay, the Soul Dynasty. <laughs> uh, their org collapses retroactively saying that they weren't Overwatching team. So thus, Bellas Rhea could be signed to play ball. There we go. I got, I got, here we go. Here. Poco comes in and plays the best Zarya game you've ever seen, but only Bro. for one map. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> only for one map. Oh, that would be so funny. That would be so fucking funny. Oh my God. Oh God. All right. Moving on. Winter bracket. Dallas Fuel. I guess the Florida Mayhem. This is a Florida Mayhem oh, sim man. podcast, but. I, Florida Mayhem. This I is, will be you know what this mayhem. is? This podcast is like. Johnny gets Jake whispering in his ear about Houston on the broadcast, <laughs> and here we just have a vast whispering in our ears. Jake has no. Jake has what? I mean, no, what, what it's ties not about Jake, Jake have left to Houston? It's that I, 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 I overlooked for all of preseason. I overlooked the Houston Outlaws roster, and I'll never forget myself for ranking them low in the preseason power rankings, and I didn't put enough respect on the Outlaws. And I feel like we just kind of like forgot that Houston Outlaws were like a top two team the entire season, and now we're like, oh. Vibes are bad. They signed a sixth player. Like, I'm just... I feel like they're still... They're probably as good as ever. Like, they, what? But no one's saying they're bad. I mean... They had the worst regular season. They finished below Mayhem. <laughs> like, like, they didn't... Like, what? Is, no one's saying that Outlaws are bad. Like, no one is saying this. You are just... You're yeah. just... Like, I, I've been getting outlaws, bad vibes. Like, I've been getting get. bad vibes this entire podcast. When I, when I had you guys talk about using Outlaws, everyone was like, eh, eh, they're signed Bernard. Well, eh, also, it is bad eh. because also Outlaws aren't bad. It's still going to be obviously worse, though, because they're going from their longtime MVP-like level yeah. main tank player to a meta that's not fearless based to a new player that hasn't played Overwatch in a fucking year. <laughs> like, of course it's not going to be the same. 
Like, that's just nonsense. What, do you think he gets automatically put into the bubble and just instantly transforms? Is this like some sort of like, is it like a, a, a is it fucking Age of Empires? It's so upgrade yeah. the unit? Just bubble the Genji. Just bubble the Genji. It's all right. Just press grab. No. No. You know, you shoot it in a general direction. His Twitter bio says in. retired professional Overwatch player still. It's fine. It's fine. Uh, just just bubble sure. the Genji. Bubble the, the Genji. level of cope is fucking crazy. You know, like, you know, maybe you don't it, even have to ag aggro grab. Just like grab your own supports when they dive. I don't thank know. Fuck, you're fun. not a coach, bro. Holy fuck, dude. They're just like they're not. What are you as talking as about? What? I would be a great coach. What are you talking are you about? Listening to what you're saying right now. Look at the. Look at the. How inspiring I am. Look at I this. Am a professional, professional Overwatch player. player. He I got announced hours ago. Yo, that cat's cute as fuck. He has it. I mean, I mean, that's, I mean, that's just insanity. Just He'll insanity. be fine. He'll be fine. He'll be fine. They got Shu okay, and Violet. They got, they got one of the greatest maps of all time. They got Pelican Genji. Alright, Shu's the wins. I've seen enough. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> there you go. Uh, how, wait, can, doing, how can you say no to that? Aren't we doing Dallas... We are. We're doing the Dallas view. Wait, sorry, mayhem, Dallas please. Mayhem. Dallas Mayhem, yeah. Yeah. Mayhem? 3 mayhem. No, yeah. I, I, no, I'm giving Dallas a map. <laughs> give, give him, oh, sure. No, give I, Dallas give Dallas, one, yeah. I think Dallas is, I think Dallas is worthy. They deserve of one. Honestly, in this meta, I'd be tempted to give Dallas almost... I'd almost be tempted to give Dallas two maps. I think Dallas... Uh, oh, dude, it, this has to be the Zarya. Like, come on. It's got to be the Dallas meta. It'd I be think so good. Okay, but I... Okay, I'm... I agree that it is the Dallas meta, but I don't think I've seen them play. Like, there hasn't been a time throughout this entire year where I'm like, Dallas is fully back, baby. Like, and until they can do that, I just, I think it's hard to they're say that they're going right to be time. better than Florida. Yeah, maybe. But that doesn't mean I'm going to print them in my, like, I'm just going to assume that Dallas are going to peak at the right time and that they're going to work this shit well, out. These like, are predictions. It's about foresight, and Costa. I don't believe you it. need and to my, see in the future. Okay, the and in the tea leaves, I don't see it. Okay, sorry, Dallas fans. <laughs> okay, one last right. L. One all last right. L from me on Plat Chat before the, <laughs> the, the, right. the league crumbles. <laughs> I no, hope we'll be fine. You, I hope you get to cast at least one Dallas game in this playoffs. I hope so. I want I you think. to think. Wait, let, let me. Knowing, knowing the schedule, trying to think about. Yeah, yeah, I'm trying to think. I think I might be. I think I might be. Uh, there, All right. There's a small chance, I think. I think I might. What be. is gonna be good is that we get the battle for Texas, baby. Houston outlaws. Oh, I guess the Dallas oh. fuel. The, the battle for Texas. Yeah. Oh, we got? Bro, Canada. this is so hard. Bernard against Hanbin in a battle for the ages. <laughs> I mean, at the end of the day, if it is the meta, I actually might give it to Dallas Fuel. Like, straight up. I want to say fuck it in one match up here in our bracket. I think yeah. I'll, I'll, give, I'll go Dallas. That's the fuck it match. That's I, I the fuck it match. Fuck it. I think Houston worry me that they've signed Bernard so late in the game. Yeah, I'll, I'll go yeah. Dallas as well. 3-2 Dallas. But the, well, you guys, but, um, <laughs> okay. I don't care about but, logic or consistency. Don't care, bro. Fuck don't it. care. Fuck it. This is the fuck it match. This is a vibe check. Have you guys seen that movie Troy, where at the beginning of the movie, you just you just send forth your champion and yeah. you end the whole war. You don't yeah. even have a war, it's just your champion versus the other army's champion. And it's just Bernard versus Humbin, and that's it. Rush just proposed that. Rush is like, bro, we're just gonna 1v1, sorry, that's it. Yeah, so are you saying Bernard is Troy or Hanbin's Troy? Uh, oh fucking Han uh, Han no, that's not Troy. Achilles. No, that's not Troy. Fucking whoever Achilles. the fuck his name is. Uh, Brad Pitt. Achilles. Who's Brad Pitt? Achilles. Achilles, Achilles. okay, sorry. There you go. So, 
I'll be right. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Is there no upsets in this bracket at all, guys? This is what I'm saying. Like, there's got to be, be upsetting Houston. This be, so this will be the upset then. Okay, yeah, that's the upset Dallas upset game. Okay, Houston done, done. is the upset. This is the upset yeah. game. Cool, cool. I went from full, like, Houston Outlaws are great, to just like, uh, fuck it, you lose in the second round. Sorry, guys. Uh, sorry. I mean, sorry. you actually have, you have no morals. I... I don't. I'm just here to have fun and say fuck it. You know, Bro, like, we got to you... give APAC a, like an olive branch, right? Okay, they sure. Need I mean, they need I, I honestly, I've been underrating Outlaws all year. Fuck it. You know, like, why not? Just give it to Fuel. That's true. Keep wow, Blackjack really does fucking hate the Houston Outlaws. Like, you guys did them <laughs> so dirty at the beginning of the season, and now at the final moment you after guys. a great year. I'm not even agreeing. I'm just guys. being, I'm caving into pure pressure, man. Oh, so I'm oh. the only one who encourages this result now? Okay. Yeah, yeah. Who's if on we, board? Who's genuinely yeah. willing to yeah. stand by the 3 2 No, I'm not standing Absolutely. on this. Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, 3 2 I'll do it. Funny. Yeah, I'll stand by. I'll okay, it. Yeah, sweet. I'm just staying in the middle. I've I abdicated my responsibility. I hope both teams have fun. That, that's what I hope. <laughs> there we go. All right, done? move on. Move All on. right. Sorry, Outlaws fans. Sorry. We, the, the, the bracket can't be all logical and sensible. Something weird has to happen. And we decided it's not on a Spitfire. We decided. Give this one to Fuel, by the way. Fuel. Just give it to Fuel no, for fuck the joke. Guys, it's it's Hanbin versus Protect. Come on. Atlanta <laughs> Rain against Dallas Field. Sounds good to me. Gator just came out and, and said, gave an unequivocal, we're not signing anyone. But could that be bait? I don't know. Oh, it could be bait. Oh, okay. No, it's not bait. It's real. I, I believe Gator. I think it's probably He's never troll. real. Because, like, why? That just doesn't make any sense. So, like, I think I would take Rain. The matchup. I think I would take Rain. Could Gator have said that like an hour ago, like two hours ago, when we were like him yeah, in the room discussing <laughs> yeah, the rumors and shit, like, oh, are they going to sign somebody? Like 10 minutes ago, he says this, and now it's just out. You know what? We have to re record the whole show now. Ridiculous. Well, I, I for one, I welcome. Uh, all right. So, I mean, this was obviously, wow, this is going to suck because uh, people have probably realized by now this is a pre recorded episode. So, we're recording this. Uh, uh, you know, around the time of this tweet, like actually, like well, this tweet is this also tweet. UK time or uh, European time, so it's not eight twenty-four p.m. It's yeah. Well, no, it is actually. This was ten minutes ago. Yeah, so this was ten minutes ago, and our entire episode was pre-recorded until then. So, but go, go scroll you know, down to uh, reply. Scroll down. Clat chat. We changed our uh, philosophy. We changed our stance, and uh, we actually like basking in rumors uh, for <laughs> exactly. the time being and uh, yes, shit talking. So, oh, it's yes, all we, we got. Do. What do you want from us? Yeah. <laughs> We, we made a heel turn. Brand is no longer on the podcast. We're free to talk about rumors because uh, we're goofy like that. So, also, that's, you know. that's generally what happens when you're going into a playoffs and a week before there are, we don't even know what the patch is and there are rumors that play, teams can sign players at the final hour. Like, of course, we're going to have to talk about rumors. Yeah. So there you go. There you go. That being said, Hawk versus Ambin. <laughs> Maybe they'll I mean, play but it's not Maybe just Hawk versus Han. We don't know what the meta no, will be. That's the only thing. They're going to 1v1 in hey, the middle. There's Geo <laughs> Fielder. There's, you know, a Stalker Lip. <laughs> I, okay. yeah, Logic would dictate Rain just kind of roll. I would have Rain winning this. Rain, yes. they literally just Rain, have Fuel's yeah. back, championship backline yeah, yeah. with like what looks to be, with potentially like, you know, one of the best. One of the top three players ever to touch the game. They just dominate you know? field. Is it a 3-1? A 3-1 maybe is, you know. I'm happy to be a 3-1, Andy. 
Yeah, three one. Yeah, yeah, three one. I'm, I'm down for three one. Sure. I think sure. with losers pick going three zero is like there has to be a it's massive discrepancy so between. By the way, yeah. Yeah. you have to be like the inferno. Last but. year playoffs, <laughs> nine out of twenty two matches were three zeros. Nine out of twenty two. Oh, I went back and counted. Wow. wow, really? Holy yeah. shit! Guys, we need to backtrack well, and make some okay, more three zeros. Well, I think that was different because that was a fuckiest shit meta where it's like, were you good at Winston, Lucio, Kiriko? No? Okay, sorry, you lost the game. Oh, uh, that's true. Yeah, yeah, I guess you just get rolled if you don't There's a lot more variants here, I guess. Yeah. All right. This is gonna, this is gonna be funny if you and Atlas win the entire thing. Florida Mayhem gets the Boston <laughs> Uprising. Or if London win the entire thing. Dude, oh, well, I, honestly, no. I would kind of, I would kind of enjoy that narrative. Yeah, I, fuck I, I yeah, I think down, a lot of people yeah. would. Yeah. Okay, London, uh, yeah. Florida, Florida 3-1. Florida, yeah, fuck. yes. I would Let's go! Say. I was going to say, get fucked, Jack, and then Jack agreed with me. So. <laughs> no, <laughs> just like cheering <laughs> in the background, like, yeah, guys! I, I think Florida, Florida going to win the whole thing. Okay, actually, actually okay, I think they actually, just win the whole thing. Can we, can we go 3-2 Boston and then have Florida... The third place match? Win the third place oh, match. No, yes. no, 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 That's the worst it's possible not even time. It's not even on there. It's not even on there. Oh my god. There's no third place match here. Even Is the there? Dude, even, even the old matter. website forgot about it. They forgot about this match. It has no, it has no relevance. Wow. That's literally no relevance. The third place match, because it doesn't impact anything. The third place, it literally doesn't matter. It is an irrelevant match. Yeah, I All mean, right. three, uh, I'd give it a 3 2. It could be a banger. This is an Atlanta Boston Grand Finals. Yeah, that, no, 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 no. Switch, switch. What the fuck? No, no, no. Mayhem, yeah, yeah, no, no. It's going to be a mayhem. 3 2 mayhem. 3 2 mayhem. Yeah. 3 2 mayhem. That's what I'm talking about. That's what I'm talking about. And this is a hyper banger mayhem victory in the end. I I actually agree. I, I, I think Florida mayhem win the whole thing. Absolutely. I have all really? faith in the Florida Mayhem winning. Really? Yeah. I really do. I really do. I kind of... I'm sorry. I kind of don't want Florida to win because they signed Who Are You like a week before the playoffs. That, that, I, I actually think that is going to be something that's like... It's going to put an asterisk on it of like... If they do win, I think it is going to be on the back of like Who Are You, Genji, that kind of like... That's the rules, well, like, baby. Obviously, they the rest of the, the team is going to be exceptional and that's why no they're going team. to win. But Who Are You could be that like difference maker that sort of puts them over. And I think that that's just so fucking stupid. The guy was playing to qualify two weeks ago on a different team. How was he playing in the playoffs on a team that didn't even fucking need him? They had checkmate. They didn't even need who are you. Yep. Justice for checkmate. Uh, we needed who are you. Okay, yeah, yeah you should. We needed it. Mayhem needed who are you. Albert laid, all, laid out all the ground rules. It was needed. It was necessary. Outlaws started the arms race, okay? They were trialing Bernard like way before. They did, did it before anyone else did anything. They started the arms race, okay? Let's just say that Outlaws is at fault for everything wrong. Here. That's why they didn't <laughs> make it in the grand final. Everything that is wrong, it is Outlaws' fault. Uh, there you go. Kicked off many no, That's crazy. It's like the Florida Mayhem, they're handing out this, like, uh, how to defend yourself if people call you frauds. And it says, say it was an arms race. Scroll down, Houston scroll down. Did it. And that, that everyone's just going to parrot the same PR speak. <laughs> 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 oh, it's true. My god. It's true. oh my god it's I mean, true that is Jesus. <laughs> i mean look god if them the rules them the rules there, yeah that's true like, I, I, hey. I don't blame the teams i don't blame yeah. any of the teams no, 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 like i don't blame albert in the slightest i don't blame him at all i don't blame any of them but oh yeah you want him to fail curious <laughs>
<laughs> Curious. 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 Uh, I, well, I, I guess I kind of did say that. Um, not quite. No, I don't want it to fail, but I'd probably want Atlanta Rain to win. I think well, I'm going Atlanta definition in this of one. failing. They've lost. Well, they got second place. That, yeah, but that's obviously the goal is to win. All right, Avril, where are you going? I, my heart says Florida, honestly. My heart says Florida. My heart says Florida as well, Johnny. Yeah. You've been overruled. I feel it. I feel the who are you different. Really? Let's I go. go. I want to go seven map gigabanger, though. I feel, yeah. I, just, I, feel, I feel the Florida cheating allegations are, are true, I'm afraid. Yeah. I agree. Hold on. Pump the fucking brakes. Hold on for a little moment here. Okay. No. I. Oh my God. <laughs> oh, oh, I'm alone in my opinion. Uh, like. Welcome to Pacha. <laughs> so, Hawk, Hawk versus someone, Sara. Okay. Like, sure, someone is like a, a, a hyperflex tank or whatever. It can pick up the Saria. Uh, you know, Hawk, really good off tank player or whatever. Like, Atlanta Rain. I just can't overlook their damage and support line. I, th those four players are just so unbelievably fantastic. And I just feel like we're, we're just... I, I, I feel like they were disrespecting them a little bit. Uh, okay. Well, by giving them three maps. Counterpoint, I think, I think there's a Who's world a in I'm just sure. a Sojin Genji meta that Merit, who are you, is better than Lip Soka. I think I think it's Could close, and, and like, do I think Merit, who are you, is a better DPS line overall? No, but I think right now in this meta, that's go that's going to be super. Somehow, who are you is still the best Genji ever to it's exist. Because it's all he's ever played. He came out of the womb holding exactly. a fucking Genji blade. Like and he came out at the right time. He didn't qualify, but no, hey, guess what? He's in. I need, a vast, and he's got a <laughs> I need a vast to leak the mayhem versus Atlanta rain scrimbucks right now. Who's been her? <laughs> yeah. Uh, I will say the Scrimbucks have been pointing heavily towards uh, have been pointing heavily towards a a mayhem victory. Okay, I lock it in. Mayhem, mayhem's taking the lead. Lock it Scrimbucks in. have been pointing heavily towards a mayhem victory. Rain have been still pretty good though. Obviously, they've still been really good. So like, I don't think it's like. And once again, Scrimbucks are not an indicator of anything. Scrimbucks are not reliable, and they should I not have be enough. Used for Link the replay code. I, I don't want. I don't want. Really, <laughs> <laughs> what you guys are all forgetting is that the true power here is that is that actually the whole reason I wanted to get a Koshim at Toronto is that is that I can sprinkle like I can sprinkle like slow dissolving like you know plastic acids into the keyboards of the opposing teams, and so when they go to play, it starts to goopify, and they're like, "Whoa, what's happening?" Oh, right. And then they're like, "Oh no, the freak weather here in Canada has all these freak plastic eating microbes have oh. uh, have been eating our keyboards, and then it's gonna fall apart, and then they won't be able to pause because That's the league crazy. they don't have any staff left, so there's no one to like give them replacement keyboards or anything, so it's over, it's done." <sighs> Yeah, that's how that works. Did you also break stats lab so we couldn't counter you with stats? Yeah. No, I because I have never cared about stats. So okay, so didn't you literally want to reference them earlier, saying merit yeah, had the best soldier stats? Yeah, I did that in the knowing full well that you couldn't counterpoint me with the actual real stats <laughs> because it was dead. Fair enough. Okay. Well, yeah. uh, going back to the bracket quickly, Solomon. I guess it seems then that I'm the only Atlanta rain predictor here. I'll probably go with an Atlanta Rain 4-2. But everyone else is Florida Man, just to make it clear. And, and you know what? I think we, we would have predicted more for Rain 2 if they had ha ever been interesting on social media, too. 
That's true, Phil. Like, literally, Mayhem's there's a lot of Florida hype around literally just someone. Like, people like someone, so they think Florida is the best team in the world. Well, I mean, they're not wrong, though. If Donghack was more marketable, I think Florida, Atlanta would be, you know, to the moon. Anyway, Mayhem win. So, uh, that's great. <laughs> yeah, everybody. Yeah, that's... There's the plot chart bracket. Oh, oh, honestly, infallible. It's uh, this is an insane bracket from us. Guarantee. Almost a guarantee. guarantee. <laughs> there, it there it is. There it is. There it is. Wow. Oh, that's awesome. That's awesome. That's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah. That's a really good one. Let's just leave it right there. Let's just leave uh, it right there. Let's. Let's. That's fine. Before, before we finish, show the bad patch Mario bracket real quick. Yeah, let's see what's not going to happen. Honestly, his bracket is good for us, um, is, is what you can take away from that. Is it really that heinous? I haven't seen it yet. Oh, I think yeah, it's, it's, I think it's like... Heinous. It's heinous, but plausible. That's, that's the I mean, it's, the thing is, this this is a very... Okay, so I have we, have we all have a lot of complaints okay. about the eight-team bracket, but I think an eight-team playoffs bracket is like there's a lot of options for a lot of different outcomes because there's a lot of they, these are literally just the the best of the best teams and also because of how good london has continued to be like and the meta swap for fuel like this is a very i think this is a playoffs where a lot of things could happen i don't think there's a guaranteed like there are favorites but there are no other than infernal there are no teams that i'm like they're done like I, they don't think they have any chance at all yeah Dude, the salty run back from London Spitfire versus the Boston Uprising. Yeah, that's wow. ridiculous, man. And then it we would got be... Soul Infernal beating Dallas Fuel. Love to hear the justification yeah. on that one. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, yeah. the best the best storyline here would be if Bad Pachamari in the finals uh, in the playoffs. Finally, oh, got this, he gets this correct. Right. Exactly yeah. correct. Everything went right in this one. And bracket. the crazy part is we can't even think of in person because he's not going. What? <laughs> Not yeah, going. he's not going. So. He's not going. Oh, oh, lucky. Yeah. All right. Sad That's stuff. the point. Well, there you go. He does. He does have Florida beating Houston in the third place. The very important third place game, though. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So yeah it's a the, W for Mayhem. Congratulations, Florida. Florida. Really happy. Got I mean, they they can they can offset their cost of who are you by winning the third place match. The who are you does not cost like ninety thousand dollars. Offset. Problem solved. So, so Solomon wants us to predict the third place match between Dallas Fuel and the Boston Uprising. Boston Uprising uh, three. I would take Boston. Yeah, I would take yeah. Boston. Okay. Three O. Let's go. Three Boston three O over Dallas Fuel. And Kariv plays. Yeah, Kariv. Kariv's okay. Kariv plays. Yeah. Wow, we cared about as much death match as the players will. Um, okay. All right, that does it for the 2023 playoffs episode. Again, this episode was pre-recorded on Monday before the Gator tweet. Maybe even before some announcements were made. So take everything you've heard here with a grain of salt. This was, you know, 24 hours before it airs, right, whatever. Listening but um, no, I know. <laughs> well, we still have Brands Player of the Week to go through, and everyone's everyone's just waiting for Brands Player of the Week, Jaws, of course. True, so, so true. Uh, Brands Player of the Week. I have someone to nominate, unless you guys uh, have someone in mind. Um, I would like to nominate uh, Solomon our amazing producer for making a five box and making this chaotic episode possible because i asked solomon okay. like hey solomon uh what do you think about if we have five people on at once 30 minutes before the episode and solomon literally in this went like uh sure and then started cooking like i've never seen someone cooking obs before and made sure that this uh camp could happen uh, so thank you solomon for making the five box work i really yeah. had fun this episode and it was thanks to solomon so uh, that's my that's my nominee for brands for the week yeah, i'll echo that 
Solomon! Yay! Yay! Solomon! Yay! Thank you, Solomon! Who got it last week? There it is. And there look at him go. He did it. He did it. He the did it. Yeah. And it wasn't even scuffed. It wasn't even yeah, scuffed graphically. It, it, it makes really. sense. Yeah. We even hid the vest during the certify. Yeah, it's, it's great. That's true. That's perfect. Yeah. So there you go. Uh, next week, uh, we'll see after the playoffs when the uh, playoff episode comes out, because obviously we'll travel home from Toronto as well. So we'll see when people are situated and on all that stuff. And uh, how we can make that happen. But thank you, everybody. It's been an amazing Overwatch League regular se season play-ins and looking forward to the playoffs. I just want to thank you guys for a great season of uh, Platch at Overwatch. It's been great. Thank y'all. See you in Toronto. Let's go, baby. See you soon, baby. Oh, Let's go. See, see you in Toronto. Event. Let's end on a high note. Let's go. Send us home. Send us home, Solomon. I don't know home where, but I mean, close the show. Goodbye. <laughs>